0: Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio.
1: I'm Commander Shepard,
2: and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the Internet.
1: Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com
3: the following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution share Noncommercial Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy ah! of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.org. Dot com, that's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N dot com.
4: I don't like this place alive, <laughs> it's alive, it's alive.
3: Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat, and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch, as in casually hardcore, at vtwproductions.com. And now, on with the show! For Sunday, the 9th of December, 2012, this
0: is Casually Hardcore.
5: I'm gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Dessa.
3: From far, far away. <laughs>
0: I'm Grail. And I am actually Gonora. Who's that guy? <laughs> did you bring your own microphone or something? <laughs> apparently I did.
3: Yeah. Are people just showing up and camping out now for our shows? I guess.
5: Uh, uh, apparently the um the act of of actually mocking him on the show last week Elicited a response. No, we've
3: been doing that for months.
0: No, they. Yeah, see, I didn't even have to listen to the show to know that up. that was going on. Yeah, yeah. I had. No, what do you say? I had no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I am eminently mockable. <laughs> the love, especially when I'm not here. I am for feeling it. months on end. So you
3: show up for the last show before the holiday hiatus. Hey, better late, high.
0: Better late than never. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I have ninja skills.
5: Mad ninja skills he wasn't even aware of. But isn't that the point of being a ninja, is that you are better than even you think you are?
0: You don't see me. I (laughs) am not here. Give me a fist bump. That was was epic right there. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That was cool. Who's oh. this?
3: Who's this granola guy? Says Hando. A <laughs> granola instead of granola. That's
5: uh, awesome.
0: I deserve that. <laughs> He's fiber rich? For not oh, very, much, <laughs> <laughs> very much so, baby. Yes,
5: yes. He likes to be regular. Oh wait.
0: <laughs> yes, I will make you all regular. Wow. No. Because really.
5: apparently you're not regular, so no, we get it all. No, I'm
0: really not. Apparently. <laughs> Just as a reminder, I'm going to slay. All of you. Just in case you were wondering. Yes, the world has re- returned to normal now. You're lying! What? Or at least that's what I'm telling you.
5: No normal. There is no normal. I reject
0: your reality and, and substitute my you. own. Uh, that needed to be said as well. Thank, thank you, Mr. Exactly. Adam Tavage. There we go.
3: So anyway, before we go too much further here, we have this thing. Tangents are kind of a big deal. And we have this guy, Barry Yes, yes, we do. If you're in the IRC, and I you Barry. Be, Barry Von Awesome, the Barry Von Awesome, and his beard, Reginald. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send your personal messages to Barry Va, and he will bring them to our attention. If you try and PM the host during the show, we'll probably ignore you, because we're not good at doing many things at once. Though, I'm a glad I glanced at the IRC when I did, because granola. That may be, we may have already found the title of the episode. Granola. Granola. Granola.
1: <laughs> high, in f- high in fiber. Who yes. is this granola guy? <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. Be afraid. Granola. Be high afraid. in fiber. Oh. Eat floor. High fiber.
0: <laughs> I'm Batman. Okay, so I'm doing the show on an Android, Android tablet, and I'm trying to figure out how to be actually able to type in the IRC. Yeah, have fun with that. It's not working right now. So... <laughs> I have no idea. So, yes, I'm seeing all your comments uh, in the IRC. Yes, it is actually me. And, yes, I did actually bring Thumbelina with me. She's sitting over there in the corner. Sup? Looking cute like usual. Yay. Can't Thumbelina
5: to... and I are, are definitively neck and neck in our weight loss goals. She's lost 22. I've lost 22. Congrats. It's like. High five. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's going. Slowly, but it's going. It's going.
3: That's... So, next week when Iolite leaves town for the first round of her new job that takes her out of town for chunks at a time. Um, that's when my descent into depression will begin, and I'll be on my weight loss plan, because you might as well go for it if you're not going to be eating anyway. This is true. So, further updates as <laughs> uh, shrinking waistline <laughs> required. That's
1: cheerful. Jesus. My, my fall I, you know, into I, depression. I would like to know,
0: is that going to be a, a side effect of the... Uh, of the uh, Sleep deprivation? As yeah, well? that too. <laughs> <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> Why did Nemesis and. <laughs> Why did both Nemeses. Arch and, and yeah. regular. Where was the start of you needing therapy? Well, it was when my dad went into a descent of depression yes. and weight loss. And, <laughs> and weight <right>. loss. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. What <laughs> precipitated this? My mom got a really good job.
3: Yeah.
6: Wait awesome. a second. <laughs>
1: let's, let's review. <laughs> clarify step two. Profit. Yeah. Profit. That's step three. What's step step two?
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, step three is profit. I have to share something from the IRC. Uh Step two has something to do with underpants. Yeah. Step one is collect underpants. Collect underpants. So Barry says in the IRC, I risked my life in Reginalds to drive home from the city last night in a blizzard. And Sakani says, what kind of blizzard? Warcraft or Diablo? (laughs) 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 And Barry says, Sakani, actual snow falling from the sky. The, the, the North Rend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> must have been wow. Yeah. Yeah. The who yeah. what? The what, no. what? Speaking of Sakani, go Lions.
5: No, it was it was definitely um, wow, because that's what he kept saying every time his car slipped on the road. Wow! Wow! Wow!
2: <laughs>
5: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. get no, partway no. through.
3: Diablo, because you know, that's what he play, he prays to.
5: So, uh, yeah, well, I was... Oh, we
3: were oh,
5: We were talking to um, my niece, my 17-year-old niece. Mm-hmm. Um, Teaching her about the world. Teaching her a little bit about... Oh, she's 17 now? Wow. Yeah, we were actually talking about the difference between um, driving an automatic car and driving a uh, manual transmission, you know, stick shift, and, and, you know, the different ways that you can use the engine in a manual transmission and things like that, and and why do people like manual transmissions versus automatics, blah, 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 blah. How much do you
3: like spending all your time holding a stick? And then she... Boom boom thank you go. I'm here till Thursday try yep. to be tip the weight yeah please tip your tip your, your weight wa- that
5: yeah, yeah the last time I actually heard that seriously it was when I was about to deliver arch nemesis was I'm here till Thursday that was the doctor um are you smoking crack little worried that he was
3: mm-hmm. um, doctors get the good drugs
5: but what was really interesting they of course do. was was she was saying I want this car we I, I, sh- I should buy this car we're talking about my my new car right and um and i looked at her and said oh no honey your first car is going to be eight to ten years old as cheap as we can find that's also as safe as we can find because like most youngsters you're going to wreck it (laughs) and i'm not going to give you i'm not going to work with you on an expensive car um not that I'll be getting her her car, I don't think. Um, but the funny part was is I talked, I brought that story up to uh, Noemys, and this me says, "I didn't." He's all proud of himself. I didn't wreck my car, and, and I I'm also like,
0: "Bought my first car new off the lot."
5: You didn't, you didn't wreck yes, it. You did.
0: Yes, you did. As a matter of fact, now you, I remember that you, car. You
5: didn't wreck it. You did get it in accidents. Oh you sure. You did
3: damage it. Oh no, it, it did yeah. not leave my possession unscathed. But I never totaled it. Yeah. Right. So exactly. I put, but I don't I put define, the wrong I don't size d- of, d- of tire chains on it and like, ground all the paint off the wheel wells, you know, the, the, my share of stupid things in that vehicle. Right. But my <laughs> definition of wreck
5: doesn't actually mean total. My definition of wreck means you're going to get in an accident.
3: Yes, but every time you got in an accident, you did total the vehicle. I did
5: not. Oh. Not every time.
1: Three out of the four. <laughs> I mean, my Actually current car five. right now has been in an accident, mm-hmm. so it doesn't. Right. Accidents happen.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want an accident with a 17 year old to be in a super expensive car.
1: Well, I mean, it, will, you know. yeah. it depends on you know. Obviously, it's it's a financial thing, and unless she's really like
5: they're... aiming for a super expensive car, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> who knows? And t- by that, I mean driving her t-
5: cheap car t- towards right, right. an expensive car. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I shall get you. They probably have insurance. Um, <laughs> so from hell's heart, I stab at thee. <laughs> exactly.
5: Right.
1: So cool. I digress.
3: Um, um,
5: so yeah, it was pretty funny.
3: Oh, in the spirit uh, of Tangent, though, that was a reference to the super-duper early teaser to the trailer, to the preview to the teaser for Star Trek Into Darkness, Yeah, oh. came out this week.
5: Oh. So just, <laughs> Dax has yeah. just practically knocked her
3: chair over <laughs> for a little fall there. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. So, for those of you who are fans of Sherlock from yeah. the BBC, who may have been concerned, as I was, that not being able to see that actor in an action role. Because so, my only exposure to him really has been in this really cerebral role. Right. And my main memory of him is that he really doesn't have much of a chin in most of those shots. He's always, <laughs> you look at how they film him in Sherlock. He's usually got his neck tucked in. And he's like...
1: This man has no chin. You're supposed to keep your chin down in a fight. Well, he's he's, he's by it. He's there.
3: He he either has great prosthetics or he's grown a chin for this role because you see him in the preview for Star Trek Into Darkness and he is, okay, action hero. Oh, I yeah. see it now. He's the villain, but he is well, definitely... But
5: he's, they, they've, shot him, the one real scene where you get to see his face, Mm -hmm. he's in a command chair leaning forward with his with his head out and, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a clear line Mm -hmm. for the definition of the chin and neck and all of that stuff.
7: And he has the best piercing eyes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well.
3: Yeah. So the speculation is now rampant now that we've seen and you we've read the synopsis of the character he's playing that which really powerful character? Because they've always said he's an existing character from the Star Trek universe. Right. That you w- you will recognize when he's revealed. Um, they denied up up one wall and down the other that it's
1: Khan. But it even sure. IMDb says Khan, Khan rumored uh-huh. <laughs> like right. next to his credit right, right now. So right,
5: we were doing all this speculation. I did my own speculation from reading the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, and my speculation it sure was reads like Khan. It, it, And that's speculation, too. My speculation was that, obviously, they're going... Obviously, in my opinion, they're going to kill Kirk's mom. Um, So I think that's coming. The the implication
3: in the trailer is there's a big attack on Earth. Yeah. Right. Someone getting revenge. Hmm, Who could that be? Right.
5: Um, But it also says that uh, Kirk has a personal... Grudge personal, grudge, personal issue with the, the hero or yeah. the villain, excuse me. And then uh, at the very last sentence, the, the summary says, you know, um, Kirk saving the only family that he has left, left. comma, his crew, Hmm. And it's like well, mom was mom's al- dead. mom was alive yeah, at yeah, the end of done. the last bu- <laughs> at the end of the last movie. So well, you know they had <laughs> suspecting to... that mom is now dead. They had
1: to whack Spock's family in the first one, so now they're gonna whack the remainder Close of Kirk's up, family. Sir. Yeah.
5: Well, it, yeah, they didn't whack his dad. Actually, no, his no. Dad was, his they did whack died. his mom yeah. um, and the rest of his race so with his entire
3: planet. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Details>. <laughs> extended. Family.
3: Oh, oh, you're rounding up. Okay, right, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The entire Vulcan race is a rounding error. Hmm. But yeah, there's, there's plenty of ways they can explain away the difference in the storyline to have. Khan come at you from a totally different direction. Yeah. Right. Well they already have. <laughs> I mean they yeah. already
1: set it up. They said the whole universe has been reset because of what happened in the first yeah. film. Well
3: even mm-hmm. simple things like you know, there's, some, plan- there's some planets missing yeah. and there's some new black holes. So the botany bay can just make a left turn and get sure. discovered a lot
1: earlier by somebody else. Right, right. And now Khan's free and a little pissed off at being exiled from Earth. Right. No, yeah, how they're going to tie it back? And I guess maybe that's how they'll create the tie. Is he's just pet pissed off at Earth, kills Kirk's mom, and now it's that. Now you get that personal hatred.
3: Well, the the yeah the the implication. I mean, they said in the in the synopsis, the entire Starfleet is gone, hmm. and Earth has been heavily decimated. Stupid Starfleet. And basically, the Enterprise is the only ship left. Ah. it's called back to Earth, and says, okay. Um, we need to go kill this bad guy. Help! Yeah, help. <laughs> Us. We're you're losing! The, you're, the, you're the only one who can save us. Because uh, one, one of the, you know, they have, they have the, all the quick cuts, but one of the, the ones they linger on a little bit is, is in front of Starfleet Academy in San Francisco Bay.
1: Yeah.
3: What looks like the outline of a Constitution class ship right. behind a huge wall of water as it crashes into the bay. Yeah. yeah. And of course they're implying, ooh, this is the Enterprise. and nah. What I don't think nah. is It's uh, just another Constitution Probably class another one, that yeah. during right. the destruction of the fleet does a nosedive into the bay right
5: well we also don't really know we know Kirk is out there on the Enterprise but what we don't know is how much time has actually passed since, since the it. last movie since the last movie so it's p- quite possible they could have churned out 8 or 10 or 12 Constitution class right. ships in between yeah. now and then because in the first movie the Enterprise was the brand new, new state version. of the line right first of its you kind. know the first Constitution actually, no. class
3: the Constitution would have been the first in its line. Because that's why they're mm. called Constitution Class. So if the, they're
5: still following naval tradition. Right.
3: And in all the other iterations of Star Trek, they always have. Right. Where basically, right. you know, the Enterprise was the fourth of its line. And right. The, it just was the new flagship because it said it's the latest off the blocks. Yeah. Right. But anyway, looks like Abrams is keeping it Yeah, keeping it cool, keeping it interesting. I want yeah. um, yeah, like to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see it. Because damn. Um. Yeah. Well, you you got female wood for the villain, so. Right. Yeah. Well, not like that, but I
1: mean, they already established hmm. that the, the cast of the last one. I'm going to contemplate that
5: statement for a moment and see exactly how I feel about it. Okay.
1: Get back with me. All Hopefully right. the bl- so, blunt object. I'll let you know. The but, yeah, they they established the cast of the last film as is- Pretty much lived up to filling the roles, you know, are, are doing a good take I'm on it. So there's more screen time this time. Yeah, I mean, yes, but there's no yes. angst about that this right. time. At there's, least. Nothing, there's no angst about, it's... like, can Carl Urban actually play? Yeah, he definitely can. <laughs> can Zachary Quinto play Scott? Yes, <laughs> yep. he definitely can. Chris so now Pine now go, is we'll an acceptable Kirk. I mean, so yeah.
5: Acceptable. I notice how you definitely can play this character and well, down we... to acceptable Kirk. Well, I mean, but
3: <laughs> who is really ever gonna, who's
1: gonna <laughs> yeah. Grail has opinions. Too hard. I mean, yes, yeah, Sh- Shatner played it so over the top, and Mel- I mean, he's Captain Melodrama already. Mm-hmm. That you know, Chris Pine what? did actually good Ever do you acting. Mean? Right. So, but it doesn't. You know, you have an expectation for Kirk to do that type of stuff mm-hmm. to be the over the top. So but it's
3: hard to sell that in yeah, modern.
1: But films. yeah, so it's good. Think, it's good. I think
5: Pine is playing it the way that it was. Dis- the way that the character was described yeah. in the first film, where he describes. Um, Pike
6: mm-hmm.
5: describes him as you're a genius. You're the only genius. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's not entering Starfleet when right. we mm-hmm. wanted you to, you know. So his his he's definitely played with the traditional um, throw throw authority back in their face. You know the the disregard right. for authority. But they've also played him now as as super sarcastic, yeah. thinking outside the box and creative, which I think is. I I just didn't see that in Kirk. Yes, I saw him yeah. problem well, I think, I think solved, but I didn't really that... see him be genius-level intelligent. Yeah, well, right. I, think,
1: I, mean, I think part of it is that you go, but you look at the other two, like Spock, you go, that guy's nailing Spock. That guy's nailing uh, McCoy. With McCoy, Kirk, it's yeah. kind of like, that's a really interesting take on that character. Right. Like, So right. it's not trying to nail it. It's actually just doing something new with well, it. What's
3: interesting is right. I can I can let well, that slide because the way I look at it is, at this point, Spock is... Sixty-five years old, sure, and is doing the whole Vulcan thing. Right. And McCoy is also significantly older right. than Kirk at this point, right? Right. And this is a portion of their lives. The reason, part of the reason they placed it here, is this is a part of the story we've never see. seen before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Just so maybe right. Kirk before Spock had a mellowing oh, exactly. effect on him, and yeah. McCoy could you know take him aside and be the mentor. That this is Kirk being the yeah I am hot shit, and you should do as I say. Call me Captain. Yeah. Okay.
5: Right. I need to actually respond to Missing, who says, I don't want to think about anyone nailing Spock.
3: Uh, Zoe Saldana, already there. I said,
5: I do. I, I, that's, <laughs> I'm sitting here. Yeah. Ben Doxa they're... says, I do. And I'm like, uh, me too.
6: never like, done that. Yeah.
5: What you don't, what, what a lot of, of, I guess, males probably. I didn't, I didn't get it. You have to um, explain it to me. Are, it's, it, oh, my God.
3: No, even, he was even so hot. Even in the first Leonard film. Nimoy's version of Spock apparently was quite the for his
5: day and time. You talk to like I talked to my mom's generation, mm-hmm. for example, who were in that age at that time, and he was quite the the sexy. attractive, mm-hmm. sexy, wow. you know, character. Because I had made the point See, that Nimoy didn't actually fall into that I category. I'd forgotten that, and f- from the first, I was one. corrected
0: mm-hmm. because we <laughs> had dinner with a friend of. Dumbellina's last night, and she was all about Chris Pine mm-hmm. to the well, point. No, they had camps. Th- yeah,
5: it's it was it's literally the PG Edward. 20 it's 20. literally the yeah. oh my yep, god! It's like the Edward <laughs> Jacob thing. It it they had Team Spock and Team Kirk, and what they were doing was creating broad appeal by giving the two. Well, I'm going to give the tall, dark, handsome sacrifice honor
7: unattainable, guy. emotionally
3: isolated. To. And that's
5: what it is with both Jacob
7: and Edward, too. I think what it is, is there's one that's totally showing emotions and mm-hmm. lovable and everything, and the other one that's aloof, and it just depends on what's your, what's what your, your type t- 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 yeah, yeah. You
5: what, what your is. Yeah, what your thing is. And so <laughs> well, they, have, they do that very deliberately. They don't do it as obviously as well, in they Well, the, in, the in,
3: in the old version. It wasn't obvious to me at treatment. all because they never really gave Spock a romantic interest ever.
0: No, that right. was a new twist from the. They first
5: kept it one. well. They they either made it purely biological, where he was pon in that con far. The pon far
1: <laughs> My blood or, burns. I will do you now.
5: Or they made it um, off screen.
1: Right now, I can tell right. you guys, I'm on Team Zoe down. Oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <God> <laughs> <damn>. Team <laughs> Team, Team Uhura. Uhura.
5: Yeah, if anyone was going to bring Jesus. Spock down.
3: It
1: was going to be her.
5: Well, especially the way she's being played now, she's. Right. The The new character is so spunky. She's awesome. You know, she is. She is, she is she's totally uh, awesome. Michelle Nichols was, was fairly
3: spunky, too. Yes, yeah.
6: she was. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
5: for her, again, yeah. for her, her era.
3: Michelle no, sure. Ro- Nichols rocking the miniskirt? Oh, yeah. that <laughs> Even before the fan dance, it was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the potty double in the fan band dance, because they waited for her until she was, what, 60? You know, to, right, right, to do that right. uh, show? But, yeah.
6: Well,
5: and the um, always then, of course, they love to change up in the alternate universe episodes where it's like, we can bear their midriffs mm-hmm. in this episode.
3: <laughs>
6: you know. One let's of the, one let's of
5: the few, cut that girl into a bikini. <laughs> one of the
3: few really good parts of Enterprise was the whole, the whole arc of episodes they had in the Mirror Universe. Mm. And the, the, the uniforms, the <laughs> Enterprise jumpsuits with just the middle cut out for the women. Just because. Nice. Yeah. Just because. Just because. Yeah. Awesome.
5: Um, Barry V.A. is on Team Orion Slave Girl. I saw
8: that.
0: (laughs) Mm. And Sakani has joined in there. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's another one they did really well near the end of Enterprise. They brought the Orion Syndicate in and the Slave Girls. Oh, geez. And just like... See, you guys should have done this season one and yeah. had
1: a lot more. It have had yes. a chance, much
0: yep. more mainstream interest
3: because it was awesome. It was like this is the perfect throwback to the original. Right. Done, done better with an actual storyline behind yeah. it, right? But there was definitely an Orion slave girl, and she definitely tried to seduce Archer. And that's and that's Star Trek.
5: And again, when you see it, there is an Orion female who's highly sexually active in the original Enterprise. This time. hmm You know, with the Chris Pine character and the Zachary at At uh, Starfleet Academy, it's uh, Zoe Saldana's roommate. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, who did you bring back to our room
3: this, this time? time right? <laughs> I have no like, idea what you're talking about. The mouth breather under your bed. You can hear me breathing! <laughs> 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 that was a great sequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> that and Kirk's reaction. I think I love you. That is so weird. <laughs> Lights. <laughs> Did you just say weird and the, and the reveal at that point that she's green?
1: Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Kirk. <laughs>
3: yeah. His taste for the green girls goes way, way back. back. All, yeah. The yeah. Way,
0: all the way yeah. back.
3: Yeah. I hope. I do hope they continue to have the fun little nods.
0: I think as long as J.J. Abrams is doing that, he's enough of a fanboy himself that I think we are going to continue seeing those. and They're going to be highly amusing.
5: Speaking of fanboys, uh oh, anyone who actually watched the Colbert Report this last week yeah. <laughs> suddenly had revealed to them exactly how much of a fanboy Stephen Colbert is of Tolkien. Tolkien,
1: Tolkien. oh, really? really? It wasn't last oh.
5: week my it was, it was hobbit
1: week it, but if you follow i mean his he he's, he's rev- two he's years it ago before, yeah. no oh, he, he like went know. through a huge i think they may have been a replay from 2011 one, one of the episodes this week because uh it's an interview where he gets into with um who was it with where he gets in oh it was with uh the guy from 127 hours uh oh, franco franco He gets into a thing with him, and Franco's like, well, I'm a huge Lord of Frank. He's like, oh, yeah? And they start busting out trivia on each other. Like, not like easy trivia. Obscure. Hardcore, like, why did Glendria come, you know, leave? From from Valar. Yeah, Valar and this type of stuff. It was like, whoa. No, it was What's the history
5: behind the three hairs on on (laughs)
1: Caladriel's head? You know, and he's... Just hardcore trivia. So Yeah, no, he's, he's he was big talking time. about
3: you know he Colbert has a cameo in the new Hobbit movies, and he went down to New Zealand mm-hmm. and and oh, played I, with them for like I two and a half weeks. Did not <laughs> know that? And he had a trivia contest between him and Philippa Boyens, who is one of the three co-writers right. of all the Lord of the Rings stuff. And she is a freaking Tolkien historian. Right. Right. Colbert
1: won. Nice.
3: Yeah, no, so he's a If you're, the, a little if you're obsessed. that deep of a nerd to wow. be able to out trivia a historian a Tolkien historian. Yeah, I have
1: a, okay. new, I
0: have a new level You're of respect for Stephen Colbert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you watch him regularly, also, he oh, makes man. a lot of references to, to pen and paper role-playing. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Lots of them. Like, he got into oh, yeah. Thacko once. Yes. Like, that was like, oh, <laughs> my God. That's wow. not Did that's, he just that's dropped that's a right reference. He, and he, even asked, he even stopped after the joke and kind of went, there's probably three audience members that, that actually top, understood. and But there's folks out there that know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. right now. Well, and every now and then over the course yeah. Every now
5: and then, after the cor- I'm, over the course, and of I the am last- proud to
1: be one of those people, <laughs> mm-hmm. or Thack <sex. laughs> Zero as it's called. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a real lounge. Yeah. Every well.
5: now and then, over the course of the last eighteen months or so, you've watched Stephen Colbert pull out his authentic sting. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. If, if I wasn't, if it wasn't real, would I have sting?
6: sting.
3: Not a prop, not a replica. One of the actual props used in the making of the film. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's nice. it's just,
5: and then he's, oh, yes, you were forged in the fires of it. He's, I can't even remember <laughs> exactly yeah. what he said because I'm not that good mm-hmm. at it. And he's kissing the blade before he puts <laughs> it away. It's just like, oh my God, dude. Seriously, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, so I, I enjoyed all of the interviews this this week as we get ready yeah. for The Hobbit next Friday.
1: Part one, the day uh, part yeah. one of three. I, I don't know how I missed that,
0: but I had no idea it was going to be three films. I'm like, cool. The it Hobbit is going gonna, to be originally there's yeah. only going to be two it's supposed to be two. Oh, okay, and see,
5: now it's going to be three, but they aren't waiting like two years in between to release. No. So
0: Thank God, because I mean it's one book, so
1: yeah, it was one short
0: book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I but they, yeah. they're
5: talking about where they filled in from the similar, similar...
0: Silmarillion. Silma, Silmarillion.
5: Silmarillion lost um, the, and the Lost Tales. The Lost Tales and all this and stuff. And and the the archival data just in Tolkien's study yeah. that they sent the archaeology team into to, to organize, organize and, right. and re- recover.
3: So there's no shortage of material. It's really crazy. And, and they've already proven from, especially Return of the King... Um, where they dug a lot of material out of the appendices to flesh out the storyline. Because, sure, Arwen was a non-entity in the books. Yeah. Right. She was this Mm -hmm. thing that was referred to often, seen once from a distance, and then once at the wedding, and that was it. Yeah. And
1: they... Well, they're like we her. don't, yeah, we want right. some sort of female character that gets a little more screen time. Than yeah, just, especially uh, if you're going to use Liv Tyler to cast it. And they also said, "There's no way in hell we're putting Tom in this movie." So, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause, yes, because that's just a drug trip, right. and we're not dealing with Tom Bombadil. No, <laughs> right.
6: Well, and also I think with Erwin, Erwin,
7: what they did is, in order for audiences to be sympathetic to her, they yeah. had to see her more than once. Yeah. Right, but they
3: they were going to do go even further. You look at the super duper bonus materials for sure. Towers. They originally were going to have her show up at Helm's Deep and fight alongside the elves that came up, and they actually shot Oh, really? Shot the footage of right. Arwen at Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep, and then decided, no, that's a that's a bridge too far. Yeah. It's, it's too far from the storyline. It's not and... what Arwen was. She right. was the lady waiting, yeah. lady in yeah. waiting yes. for her Airdon. king to come, right. yeah. Yeah. and turning her even more into Warrior Maiden was like, uh, no, we don't need Xena. Well, plus, I mean, it
1: gave you insight to what the elves were actually up to and her kind of pushing them like, we need to help these guys go, out. Go, we can't go. just run. And right. so you needed to right. see those scenes. Because if not, right. then who was Elrond would have just been like, yeah, we're out of here. Have fun <laughs> fighting your Dark Lord. We're going to the see Undying ya. Land. yes yeah, yeah.
5: Right. Well, and the, the whole idea of, of two, I mean, I think that you had to make her... First off, she already showed the fact that she has the strength <laughs> of an elf when she saves Frodo. Oh sure. Which in is, in the a first great, film, yes. which is yeah. a, a swapped in for another
0: character. That, yeah, there. that set the table and, for her and nicely.
5: And it was it was a great it, it built the level of she has strength, but she also utterly respects her heritage mm-hmm. and only really defies her father when it comes to her you know, when it comes to deciding her, her, her own fate, yeah. making her own choice. And hopefully and and Elon has
3: to respect her decision. He just tries real hard to make sure, make this decision. I want you yeah, to be safe. Yeah. Right. Pushes and and
5: it's, well, it's not just safe. I mean, the reality is that she's safe technically right. all along the way. She's just slowly going to go insane.
3: But you'll also and be but,
5: sad and alone, and and, and he doesn't die. want I mean, and he doesn't want that. She for doesn't her. want
3: her to, him to give up her immortality, which she does when she marries a, a mortal. It's right.
5: still a super long but life. They took
3: yes, <laughs> yeah. but I mean I'm sorry, <laughs> it's fact, close
5: enough to immortality. But the
3: point of all that is they took these these very thin story threads yeah. and right. fleshed them out into a uh, turned into a really great part of the movies. I'm hoping they bring those same skills to bear fleshing right. out this middle extra movie, yeah. right. which is largely going to be, what the hell was Gandalf doing when he disappeared right. from The Hobbit? Right. Because in The Hobbit, right. they get to the edge of Mirkwood, and he's like, see ya! Yeah. And they're, and they, you they're don't on the own, until the end of the, end. End of the five Armors. Yeah. 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 Right. And you read the appendices, and he's off freaking assaulting Dol Gilder, where Sauron's right. hanging out and discovering, oh shit, this was Sauron, this wasn't just a dark wizard. Yeah. We have a problem, people, and rallying the white council and all this. So there's going to be... They can really jazz that up and have some fun with it. I'm just hoping it's strong enough to hold a whole movie. But anyway, for our call-in topic of the day, then... Sure. um, Where do you go? Do you think that their decision to try and stretch this to three movies is just a shameless cash grab? Or... Do you think there was a a valid storytelling or demand from the audience reason to do it? Basically, do you feel good about the fact that it's three or are you dreading the fact that it's going to be three movies, keeping in mind that originally Lord of the Rings was only going to be two movies?
1: But at least there were three books. At least there were three books or three volumes. (laughs) You can can at least justify that. And,
5: And quite frankly, I mean... It's been a long time. I I read Lord of the Rings quite a bit. I didn't actually read The Hobbit a lot, just a couple of times through it. And what I'm remembering from The Hobbit is not a lot of depth on a lot of the characters. So it was a in, children's tale. in Lord of the Rings, we had a lot more, of characters and threads and storylines to work want. with, and you had, you know, you, and you had the different kingdoms, Let and me you spend had three days describing the, this,
3: three pages describing this door, to you, right? And the history it, of this door, and yeah. the engravings on this door, and the various languages that appear on this door. It's like Tolkien, shut up!
6: Yeah. Can we right. get to what's behind yeah. the door?
3: Right. How to open the door? Open the damn, open the damn door! door! But no, I have described the hinges on the door wrestle you to the ground I, on your uh, windpipe
1: my, my personal opinion is the third movie which I think is there and back again mm-hmm. it's the subtitle to yeah. it it better be two and a half hours of Battle of the Five Arms. <laughs> oh, that's, that would be awesome. That's what I'm expecting. That would be cool. I wanted to start with the beginning of the battle and that's all it is, is just this massive battle for two and a half hours. And then like, yay, we're back in the, the Shire at the yeah. end of it. That's all, that, that'll do it for me.
6: Well,
5: and they're going to have to, <laughs> but the, the the reality is they're going to have to end it with the foreshadowing and, and focusing on the ring and those sorts yeah. of things where you've got, well, because uh, Bilbo takes the ring back all to that, the
3: Shire. And all that is in, in The yeah. Hobbit. Right. And, and
1: you already had. I mean, they've already shown that uh, uh, Legolas is going to be in the third movie. He's in the cast credits right. because he's right. the son of the Tranduil from, like, Duel from yeah. the King of Merkwel. So, that, I mean, right. so yeah, they have a lot of things they'll set up to the movies that are already made. Right? So it'll, be <laughs> right. A, it'll
3: be, of course, it'll be yeah. a good three lines to watch them as a unit. Right. But the you know. Because Bilbo was unconscious in the book for the Battle of the Five Armies, a little known fact, the battle is actually seven days long, mm-hmm. and they're going to just milk that for an entire movie, probably. They'll probably cram the Death of Smog into, oh, spoiler alert, um, into <laughs> the third movie as well. Yeah, cause, I, cause think, really I think
5: they will. Because it's really a short period will.
1: of time from that to the arrival of all the other yeah. armies.
5: Yeah, to the arrival of the five.
1: Yeah, well, it could, mm-hmm. because according to the synopsis on IMDb, at least right now, the second movie involves them getting to Smog's lair. Yeah. And right. obviously, probably a ton of off. Um yeah so I would say you know let's let's expand the topic a little bit because I think mm. you're gonna get duh, obviously three movies is better than two mm. um, not, but not let's expand part. what what are you most wanting to see out of the movies right No, well. I was actually what is that the direction. most important things what to do you anticipate what do you want yeah. to
3: see because I want to hear other about than that. hearing the dulcet tones of Benedict Cumberbatch yeah the snow, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> around the, the, the sounds warm. of raw <laughs> <laughs> she, she still knows who's back there with his piercing eyes Hey, Smaug's eyes actually—you yeah. know—shoot rays of yes, light. Yes, they actually so, mm-hmm. pierce. Now you know why he was cast. This isn't a special effect. This
1: is Benedict. I can smell you, Watson. I mean, Hobbit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I can smell you, Watson. Ah, oh, shit. Hang on. Restart. Yep.
6: <laughs> you yeah, smell well, good, Doctor.
3: Ah, oh,
5: that is too funny. Smell your
3: breath, yeah. Hear you. There's plenty and to spare. But anyway, we have a much overdue break. Right. Because Benedict. Oh, yeah. Benedict I can never speak too much so, for we, basically discussions of the forthcoming Hobbit movies. Yes. yes.
5: Before we go to break.
3: Sure, let's delay some more.
5: I yeah. want to delay some more. They had the interview with Ian McKellen.
3: Yes, which was awesome. Colbert
5: did. And they were talking about um, his, the, the fact that he's gay. And he made a comment about the next movie. Oh, the new sequel. Yeah, the new sequel.
3: Yes, yeah. starring Gandalf the gay.
5: Yeah, starring Gandalf the gay. Yes,
3: is, they were doing that too. McKellen say that is an order of magnitude funnier than hearing him yeah. say it. Absolutely
5: yeah. hilarious. He, <laughs> he was so funny in that interview. And the, the sparring back and forth with Stephen Colbert was awesome. Yes, so.
3: and Stephen stumping him on Tolkien lore. On Gandalf lore. Because he's a nerd. <laughs> on Gandalf yeah. lore. It's it like, no, no,
5: no. Well, yeah, Specifically the character you about. played. I so. want to know how well you know the character you played.
1: Yeah, I think Ian McKellen could have been like, I was Gandalf, though. Yeah. yeah. Checkmate. I was, <laughs> yeah. was freaking Gandalf. Yeah. And Magneto. And Magneto. <laughs> yeah.
5: And who wins? Gandalf versus Magneto?
3: Gandalf is 7,000 years
1: old. He wins. Yeah. Gandalf oh, wins yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Magneto gets yeah. Because even if Gandalf dies, he just comes back as exactly. a different like, color. With a, yeah, mean, with a better hairdo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. Smoother. Flows better deal. in the
5: breeze. Yeah. But when he comes back, he no longer gets to drink and uh, smoke. smoke um, <laughs> pipe weed. Pipe, pipe weed. weed. Pipe weed, yes. <laughs> that's what they call it in the books.
1: Or maybe um. everybody just had drank and smoked too much pipe weed, and that's why they're seeing Gandalf running around, when in Dude! fact he's really just down at the bottom of a hole. <laughs>
5: <laughs> when in fact he's dead. <laughs> he's
3: totally just saw Gandalf. Dead. Give me that pipe, man. Yeah.
1: This You've is had a good long. Wow, bottom you're leaf. right. There
5: he is, man. You've had a little too much. Of
1: course, they call it pipe weed. In Lord of the Rings Online, we had the Shire Mafia, and we were all about oh, the yeah. pipe weed <laughs> farming. <laughs> that was the best. The boys from Longbottom. We, oh, we yeah. all made hobbits, and we just ran around, and we had Shire Mafia was the name of our guild. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> they are so wrong. <laughs> That's where we the saw Shire
5: the, Mafia. The that is the awesome. name
1: of tea baggins,
3: <laughs> which is the best name ever <laughs> in a game. <laughs> Oh no, you didn't! Oh no,
6: yeah,
5: <laughs> like T-E-A. T E A T BAGGINS, yeah T Baggins, that's awesome. Yep. Oh, god. oh my uh, god, Tolkien I love is it.
3: Spinning in his
1: grave, yeah, oh, pretty much on that well, one.
3: What have you done with my literature?
5: Well, the funny part is, is that you know, if you want pin to pin, if you wanted at the time when he was alive to pin Tolkien to the ground to get him to shorten things up, all you really had to do was say, "I'm going to let C.S. Lewis write this scene mm-hmm. if you don't finish it." Like,
3: now he won't do that.
1: All right, so. Do you want a break or do you want to just keep going and just do the next break later? Unless you've uh, got to, like, hit the bathroom or something. Well, I, <laughs> I, I can do that and you can talk amongst yourselves. Um, so. I mean, do we have anything that is important on this next break? Stump oh, We you can here. keep going Let's into geeks going. in a gaming world. Let's, Let's just do geeks yeah, in a gaming world. we're, too, we're too far along. We're already 10 minutes over where we normally yeah.
5: break,
3: so. Yep.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm my work I mean, here is done yeah let's
3: just go i'm just adjusting the um
1: i know it's oh no oh no <laughs> sam is gonna fall down so here here we'll do this all proper like
3: so, <laughs> sam has fallen and he can't yeah.
0: get up yeah, whatever. geeks
3: in a gaming world there, talk amongst yourselves. Wow. Your there, All right. about yourself. That was a good break. Casual hacker returns. That was an awesome <laughs> that was break. The, I
1: feel so refreshed. Gosh, job. So, uh, have you, since you're back from the dead or wherever you came from, have you been playing any MechWarrior? No. Oh.
0: I have decided not to play MechWarrior. Well, partially because
1: what? I. I <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, 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 stop,
0: stop, stop, really stop.
5: Shit, man. Stop.
0: Okay, <laughs> partially because I don't have a system that I can play it on and I can't afford one right now because I got a wedding that we're paying for. So there's that.
1: I didn't think it was that beefy of requirements. It's beefier than I can play on my yeah. MacBook
0: Pro. I'd have to buy a whole new computer to do Oh, okay. It would be on the pro. Got yeah, it. it would be on the pro and it I've already done the I've already there's a link in the forums on MechWarrior Online that allows you to kind of system it will, test. It or will whatever. system test you yeah. and mine falls woefully uh. short. <laughs> so that combined with that, some of the things that are being said on the forums about the f- it's in open beta now. Yep. Yeah, oh,
6: we
0: yeah. know. I know. <laughs> so, oh, you've been playing. <laughs> you got us it. all to play it. Yeah, I know. I did. So I was going to kind of wait until it got off of open beta, but it's more about the system thing than
1: anything. Yeah, else. I was going to say so. it's it's worth playing now. I mean, it's, is it it's okay? Because kind of I heard some for... whining and crying.
0: Well,
3: about. that it's, was the internet. That's, well, I know it was yeah. the
0: forums, and there's trolls, and I took it with a really big grain of
1: salt. So. But, see, that's what I wanted to bring up, because in the last week, they released ECM.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw that. Which has been... I was like, oh, ECM. Oh, you think you're damn. shooting
3: missiles
1: at
0: me?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, like the bubble of invulnerability now that ECM is, which has really changed so, the game. So in oh, other they're going to have to nerf that a little bit? Well, it's, I mean, basically, my new strategy when I play is basically immediately <laughs> look around and see if any of my teammates have ECM. If they do, I follow that person. Yes. Wherever they go, I don't care if they're running off the edge of the world. I'm following the ECM because basically I know I'm immune to missiles now. Nice. And it's a little overpowered in its current okay. implementation. Yeah, as a guy who likes to play missile mechs. Yeah, it's yeah. missile mechs now are very... Now, you can have a map where you do nothing because you and that can't was, target anything.
0: That, that was what one of the complaints was yeah. with the ECM is that there were... Uh, and one of the people who was who was bitching... Was complaining about there's gameplay issues with the weighted matches and stuff like that, where you either have a match that's really competitive or it's eight nothing, and there's no well, I think there's I mean. no middle ground. So, um, and that was one of the things was that missile missile mechs are completely useless now. And considering that the catapult is one of the founders mechs, that was. I can understand that. Not, that yeah. was my feeling was, yeah, they're probably going to have to tweak the CCM it's, thing a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: they're not completely useless. It's just definitely spottier when right. you can use and
0: them. And that and everybody was going through a phase where they were loading up cataphracts with three Gauss rifles and running well, that's, around That's, that's the new. Yeah, that's you the You see people
1: thing. with double either gauze cats or you'll see uh the cataphracts that have two gauze on a ppc oh because right. everything is direct target now it's right you, it doesn't matter if you have ecm i can still heat, hit you with these weapons. right yeah so it's it's a change i mean i think and supposedly the tag system which allows you to designate for missile strikes is supposed to be the counterbalance to it but
3: so you have to you have to physically shoot a tag at. you have to first. hold
1: your target on him and gotcha. keep him so when you're in a circle strafe or whatever it's really hard to do that whereas ecm is just the bubble of invulnerability mm-hmm. That you just don't have to do anything with. Right. They're going to so. have to come up
0: with some kind of countermeasure. Yeah, it's a little silly. With that. So, um, I haven't heard a whole lot from uh, MechWarrior Tactics. Uh, they've just revamped their website. I'm in oh. the beta for it. Okay, because I've been trying to get into the beta and have had no luck at all yeah. getting into it. So I've been playing a lot of League of Legends lately.
1: Oh. Well, I've never played to, that. <laughs> I'm, up level,
0: I'm up to level 15. Nice. And uh None Left and Dragonfire and Air Steel and everybody on there. the WoW community or yeah, the, VTW. the VTW community has actually been a big help. Oh that's awesome. So yeah, I've been actually having a lot of fun with that.
5: Cool. Nice. So,
0: and it's all
5: Are you Guanora over there?
0: Yes, Guanora Scorps. Nice. So with you, no space. Are you playing
1: through Steam then or is it No.
0: Okay. I put Windows seven there. on through boot camp and it runs great on cool. my MacBook. So I've Woo-hoo! been. That's pretty much what I've been doing since. Um, since Pax is playing that, so until I can somehow come up with the money, and it's probably looking like it'll be sometime next year to put together a gaming system so that I can play. Yeah. MechWarrior Online. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, In cool. which case, I will. Hopefully,
3: by then they will have worked out the joystick issues, and you will have not have to suffer what I am suffering. Oh, with the it's, it's digital with the mouse. Di- no, digital mouse or joystick control. So it's very. You can't, you can't smoothly. Oh, it's very touchy. Move. Yeah, it's yeah. very jerky because it's yeah. digital. Too jumps ahead increments. Gotcha. Okay, it's just, oh,
0: it's, it's, not, it's not what a joystick should be. Joysticks no, because I remember that's. I mean, playing all the MechWarrior games before with mm-hmm. the joystick, that was the way to go because yeah. you could. I mean, literally, I could do everything in the mech that I needed to yeah. do right from the joystick. And you the can and everything. It was you awesome. can do all
3: of that now. It's just twitchy as hell and useless.
0: Oh, well, then, it, uh, yeah. Or, or he wants I a
3: do. very
5: smooth handling joystick. I,
3: right. Precisely. Of course. Yeah. I want, when I grab that thing and move mm-hmm. it, I want it to respond yeah. that's smoothly. What every, that's what every mech jock wants. I don't want it to jerk around. No. I want it to respond. This is a shake weight driv- driv- Yeah, yeah. No. It's a joystick. That's
0: right. Damn skip stick of joy, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> stick of joy. Woohoo! <laughs> so yes, I apologize for the fact that I'm not playing Mac Warrior online. It's shocking,
5: really. I really I
0: also it, use a you know. force feedback joystick. It kills. Oh, me. I know. So it you, know, you need to be plugged into the wall. I'd very much like to be playing it now, but there's other financial priorities that gotta come first. But, Go figure. As they say, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning that very quickly. All right. She's smiling at me from Hi, the corner. she's smiling knowingly at me from the corner. Don't
5: worry. There are two other wives here who understand she, that rule. She's a
3: good Sheila and not at all stuck up as she smiled quietly to herself. Yes. Exactly. But it so.
0: Has anybody played Guild Wars 2? Yes. yes. Are you yes. guys in there? Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, it was in briefly and then said,
0: no, not really. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah, fun.
5: It's, it's fun. It's fun. Well, just I suppose
0: not you can't really say anything more about a game. It's fun, and I got my money's worth out of it. Yeah, but, I, and I can go back to
1: it anytime I want. Right? Yes, and you I can. can log right back in. and I can keep going. <laughs> there you yeah. go.
3: Last week we actually discussed this in some depth of yeah. where right. we just think our lives are not in the same place they were when WoW came around. No, they're not. So the yeah. idea of sitting around and playing a game for five or six hours straight just doesn't work anymore. No. So we aren't we aren't the target market for that game. So while it was a fine a great successor to guild wars and a great different enough from wow to be mm-hmm. interesting we're not the same anymore no
0: we're right. yeah like you said we're not that target and it's, that's why it's, it's still an mmo and we that's are that's why i'm liking players. that's why i'm liking things like MechWarrior tactics MechWarrior mm-hmm. online's league of legends because i can sit down mm-hmm. and in okay worst case scenario 50 55 minutes on league of legends i can play a game and be done and right. then go on with my day Right. Now, if I want to string a bunch of games together and play for fi- five or six hours, right. you also I also have that option. If I have to happen to have that time and the availability to do that, <laughs> right, I can do that. But I can just play one game at, th- yeah. at a time and be good with it. So, indeed, and so. I'm finding a surprising amount of strategy and subtlety. To, to League of
1: Legends. Oh, yeah. That's it's funny. unbelievable. That, that's well, why that, it's such an eSport game. Right? Yeah. that's And, and
0: thanks, Wayne. Appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. um, he was the one who explained the, the, the basics to me and said, you should, you've should. you never heard of this? And I was like, no. I, and it, I mean, the game's been out for two years. And this yeah. is at PAX when we were upstairs. And were but also, real. every time they release a new champion, the equation
3: changes. It does. Right.
0: Yes, very much so. And I'm finding, you know, and it's like the same thing with, Playing classes in World of Warcraft, where we had the internet trolls and the twelve-year-olds who thought, as twelve-year-olds do, that they knew everything. That says you have to play a rogue this way. Right. I know you and I ran it. We all ran into that. Wait,
5: twelve-year-olds don't know everything.
0: Surprisingly, Man. You're, you're, I got a
5: twelve-year-old niece. She's convinced.
0: Oh, I well, take great joy thinking, in convincing them otherwise.
3: Your combat spec, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> assassination right. Right. is yeah. more efficient. DPS, right. exactly. Yeah, but combat's
0: more fun. Yeah. So I've been reading strategy guides for the particular champion that I enjoy playing, and they just actually redid their UI, and, you know, same thing. I was like, oh, wow, this is familiar. They, they have mastery, what they call mastery trees, which are skill trees, just yeah. like they were in World of Warcraft. Well, they completely blanked everybody's mastery trees. <gasps> and it was like, oh, gee, I've been down this road before. Mm-hmm. So Respect. I got to rebuild everything. Yeah. Well, I was following this one strategy guide where the guy was saying, okay, to start off, you need this item and these potions, and then you need this is your progression for item, 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 item. Right. Well, I was finding out if I was following his progression, I wasn't killing anything. Uh. And so I started going, well, this is, I'm not going to use that. I'm going Let's try this and yeah. see how it works. And so I kind of rediscovered that whole thing of, you know what, I'm going to do it my way because yeah. it's fun that way. And once I start, I said, forget about, okay, this is a good starting point, but I need to develop my own play style. Once I got into that again, it's, it was fun. That was like last week. It was like fun again. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm killing things. I feel like I'm contributing to the team and all that other stuff. So yeah. I have yet to play a PvP match in that. So that's kind of next on the well, list. It's
1: good when a game gives you that ability. I mean, that's what I found with mech Warriors that you build your mech. Obviously, you right. load it out. And if you go in and it sucks, well, guess what? You die early and <laughs> yeah, you, you wait the it's round a very, until it's over. It's a very steep learning curve. It's a very curve. good
0: learning system yeah. to know. No, I like, that's so, one yeah. of the things I like about it, too. And yeah. I like all the elitists on there who are playing, yeah, don't be playing Catapult K2s unless you really know what you're doing, and I'm like, Oh, no, those hmm, are the most ridiculous I had a, things. I had a great deal of fun playing a Catapult K2 at PAX. I did better with that than anything else. I'm like, ooh, this is right up my I like this. So, But yeah. I like the fact that they have some of the lighter max in there. <laughs> Trebuchets, Blackjack. Just on a, a what?
1: slight note, so a friend of mine has a K2 that has dual uh, AC-20s on it. Oh, God. It's called, it's called the Peter North. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: really funny. <laughs> wrong, but it's funny. really wrong.
1: <laughs> so in other news, they had the VGA Awards this week. Video Game Awards. Video yeah. Game oh. Awards. Really? Which basically, the Video Game Awards apparently listens to our show. Absolutely. Because what? Because they picked exactly the same games that I picked. Yep. On my- no,
5: no, no. Nice. They don't listen to our show. They only listen to you. Greg.
1: Apparently, because <laughs> their game of the year was Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Telltale Games was the Telltale Games was the studio, studio of the year. Uh, best PC game was XCOM. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that we differed on was their best action adventure game was Dishonored. Which, again, I never said Dishonored was a bad game. I just or said it was were not a. It did not meet my expectations. Right. So, uh, things like Mass Effect Three was the best role playing. Uh, You had Halo 4, Clementine from Walking Dead was the best female character in a game, Uh, best performance by a human male was Damon Clark as Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2, Uh, best social game, you don't know Jack, like literally... That's still around?
5: I was like, that's <laughs> been out since, what, 1991?
1: 91 Nin- they're one? continuing
3: to iterate on it. I know. I guess wow. now it's social games. I guess yeah. it's
1: something on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it is enjoyable. Uh,
3: and you would think that's a perfect match.
1: Yeah. So yeah. They, they
3: probably reused a lot of their already recorded material and just put it in this new format, which is an awesome way to make
0: a buck if you can. Yes, it is. Oh, that's outstanding. So. Speaking
5: of games uh, mm-hmm. for his... Um, Birthday, Gnomewise bought himself cards against humanity. Oh
6: cool. Awesome. So we have it in the kitchen. Okay. We'll yeah, cool. is, um, okay, wait, wait,
0: wait. Enlighten. I've never heard of what? this. Oh okay, I've been living in a black hole for the past. Year? Two and a half three minutes. Have we? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah.
1: It is <laughs> Oh no, I just don't listen to you people. <laughs> oh well, yeah, there is that too. Wow. That was smooth. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Plus
5: five for IO. <laughs>
7: Don't you remember there was even a time when um, our community wanted to make some for VTW? Yeah. Because you oh, can't that's right.
0: remember that. I had forgotten about that. But Nora doesn't pay was- attention to the community. Of course not. <laughs> yes, actually, I do when they're helping me. And we'll that's you, true. We'll yeah. show
3: you this after the show. Yeah. But basically, the, the tagline is, Cards Against Humanity, a party game for horrible for, people. For horrible yes. people. And that's absolutely right. That real- is us. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. We have a uh, an email we can fit in here as well. Okay. Um, because this is a, a reversal. Okay. A reversal? Oh, no. Reversal. Birthday shout-out to Agrius SW from Ambrosia Hartnett. What? Aww!
1: She does listen to the show. Hey, there.
3: <laughs> this is Ambrosia Hartnett, Agrius SW's girlfriend, with a shout-out for my paladin-slash-boyfriend, wishing him a happy, belated birthday, and hoping the days to come will be just as good as well. From his loving girlfriend... Ambrosia Hartnett. Nice. P.S. A drop in of gnome's
1: choice. Hmm.
6: Okay. Uh oh. had to play the fire.
1: Boom, boom, baby. Uh, so G4 is officially closed or switching to Esquire yeah. Channel now. Mm-hmm. So the the death of G4 is complete. They are moving to a modern male-focused channel with a metrosexual type vibe to it. Okay, there's so, a channel I won't be watching. Yeah, so That's no, sorry, I, all I heard was modern male... Yeah. So, had that happen, uh, there's a new trailer out there for Bioshock Infinite yeah. that actually goes into showing gameplay and stuff, uh, which looks pretty good. It looks definitely bioshock Yes, in its style. They seem to um, maintain...
7: The one thing I see in that trailer, though, guys, is I don't know how well I'm going to be able to play that. There is a <laughs> lot going on at one time. Oh, yeah. Like, you it, have it to is jump and
3: shoot t- and fly. It's more twitch and-, and platformy than yeah, th- the predecessor. It's very three-dimensional right.
1: when you're outside with those cables that you can swing on, stop, and then jump off It'll depend off on of. how
3: much of that gameplay is on rails
1: versus right. actual twitchy... Platforming exactly, yeah. yeah. But the story
7: looked really good. Yeah, I mean, story, and the characters I mean, obviously are yeah. amazing.
1: Well, I thought the most interesting thing I saw in the trailer was the fact that your inventory is basically the girl that's with you. Yeah. Because like when you got low on your magic, she's like, "Here, drink this," and she throws it to you, or she throws you like, "I have ammo," and she tosses it to you. I'm like, that's clever. I mean, it's basically just your inventory reloading, but it's a neat way to, you know, work it into the world. work it into the world instead right. of the standard. Just suddenly you know, you have. You know, bags of holding on you or whatever that can carry all these guns and stuff.
3: Yeah. The infinite Ew. the infinite ammo.
1: Yeah. And the
3: the one thing that always annoyed me about the reloads in game is you're always you, you take out a clip that still has bullets in it. Right. Put in a full clip. That has bullets and that, in it. That is but has a full clip, but then in reality you'd have a pocket full of half, half clips, clips or yeah. partial clips. <laughs> No, it's always magically. they Refill. They, they mate yeah. in your ammo pouch, and you always. We always <laughs> reproduce and, and produce more.
5: Mag- yeah. yeah,
1: When the mommy bullet loves the daddy bullet
3: right. very, <laughs> very much, yeah. they go inside the clip together. They have a very special yeah. hug. <laughs> well, yep. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Uh, Sorry for the sound. Of the See, your, what's it uh, your jacket or mine? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so it looks good. I mean, it's worth taking a look at. Obviously, it did get delayed again, so I think it's end of March now. Right, they pushed back another two months. For polish yeah. issues. Polish but and bug, and it, bug it looks really good. Um, yeah. I can wait for sure. I'm for
7: all sure. in on Mar- in March. Yeah. I'm
3: there. So from our friends, uh, this is from PCMag.com. Valve takes Steam's big picture gaming mode public. Mm-hmm. Valve's big picture mode... Dropped the beta tags today, launching publicly for gamers who want to access Steam titles on the large screen. Yeah, Uh, and it was has since been revealed this was all also in service of them producing what is essentially
1: the Steam gaming console. Basically, they said, "Well, people sure like this, so we think this is because big picture was for people who
3: had PCs hooked to their TVs, which is not uncommon anymore." Yep, and Steam basically said, "Well, we're going to give you basically a perfect gaming rig." With the Steam software package on it for big picture, and we're just not going to call it a console. Right. But it really is, we're entering the console market. It's just market. a
1: console, yeah. They're, so
3: they're basically doing.
5: No, I'm not. I'm not entering the console market. Yeah. What do you mean? No, not happening. I'm said just that. providing a solution to a problem. Right. With, mm-hmm. What's. No, 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 no. Not a console.
3: It's. Yeah. They're going to try to do what others have failed at. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be what the Phantom wasn't. And what's the other streaming service? Oh,
1: the uh, uh, game GameTap. GameTap. Yeah, which failed. Right. Completely. Um, or pretty much. I think Steam might pull it off because they've already
3: perfected the delivery mechanism.
1: Yeah, it's just a question of how are you going to be able to get these con- con- non-consoles, whatever you want to call right. them. Are they gonna not be, a console? Yeah, not a console. How do I get my not-a-console Steam console? Right. And is it going to be something I'm going to be able to walk into a Target and get? Or is it going to only uh, be available only, to you know have it shipped to me? And I think, do I
3: download it to my uh, how much ma- printer and make yeah. my own?
1: Yeah, how much market saturation are they going to be able to actually get if that's what they're shooting for? Or is this just another offshoot?
5: You wanted to use the phrase market penetration.
1: No. See, I was smart enough to change that to saturation. Mm-hmm. Which is a very
5: male-oriented term, I might
3: say. Well, after
1: I penetrate, I <laughs> often saturate.
3: Exactly.
5: <laughs> ah, there you go.
3: But not too quickly. Don't let anyone tell you anything otherwise. Yes. Peter North. But I digress. Yeah. Not, not touching that with a 12-meter cattle prod. <laughs> That's
2: funny. That's what Peter North has. I was going to say.
6: Wow. Mm.
1: Why? Why do I read with you All right, now you're at an actual break point. Oh, hey! Can we have one of those? look at that. Imagine how that
3: works. (sighs) It being the holiday season and all, we have some more from the One Christmas at a Time album from Jonathan Colton and John Roderick. Uh, This one is called The Week Between. You are listening to a uh, fairly free-flowing and off-the-rails episode of Casually Hardcore. Spinning into oblivion before we take our holiday hiatus.
5: I blame Gunora.:
3: I blame, I, I blame
0: Granola, too. I accept that blame.
5: Ah, oh, Granola, that's right.
0: Granola.
7: And <laughs> Daxa forgetting her mic.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
3: Not sure if forgiving or angry, but I digress. <laughs> we shall return. Conflicted. Right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel live chat support and servers based around the world so you can always find one that is near to where you'd like to play versus the world uses typefrag and so should you www.typefrag.com promo code vtw
8: The wrapping paper's put away Except the bits the cat got hold of Someone comes by to say hello And bring a tin of cookies The mistletoe's not used up yet And the popcorn garlands hold up We secretly hope the snow will last a little You take a slow ride into town, past empty office buildings. Red lights go green through it, snow, and so we don't mind waiting. It's almost time to eat again. The first hand So
5: VTW, productions.
3: productions, 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 Dot Com, com. Dot, com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. <laughs> Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions.com, cruising forward into the Researched Chaos portion of our program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As always, brought to you by our all-volunteer research team that hangs out in the Volunteer Research Forum on the Versus the World Forums. All you do is go to Casually Hardcore, look for the subforum. Anyone who wishes to can read any of the research stories from any given week. If you wish to contribute, uh, to be able to write to that forum, you need to send me a note uh, under GnomeWise on the forums, and I will grant you access. If you wish to join in and find us weird and interesting and fun things to talk about, Week to week. Research title, thread title from this week, Mm -hmm. the Bronies Explained Edition. Yes. Yep. Do I really want to know the reason for a brony? Because
7: there's an article that explains bronies.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's actually really,
7: really good if you would, you know, you have to have an open mind. Uh, yep, well,
3: that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Contributors this week include MacBit, not to be confused with MacBut, the Barry Von Awesome, Aid of the Sexy Sexy Voice, and Silmall. Thank you for your efforts in bringing us fun things to talk about, such as and we'll say we'll just we'll just start with it. This is titled The Herd Outsiders Guide to what is it? The brony, the brony Phenomenon. Brony Phenomenon. Brony Phenomenon. This is from... Well, it's from one of the Gawker sites, but so it's from Kotaku.com. Yep. Um, this is from Mike Fahey. Why can't you escape the colorful cartoon ponies? Over the past two years, the rising tide of adult male fans of the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic cartoon have invaded the internet. Seeding internet forums, Facebook, YouTube, and pop culture conventions with proof... Of their passion for the animated equines. Whoops! And it just my screen just changed. Come back here. Dan, I don't want to read your <laughs> don't
7: understand the appeal. Perhaps I can help.
3: Yeah. So
7: it's really explain it to me. Okay. So it's a really good article. It basically goes on to explain why um, men, is specifically, have really caught on to this. And it's it starts with the Powerpuff Girls. You know, the Powerpuff Girls had actually, even though it was Technically, Technically a girl show, a lot of men watched it. A lot of males watched it.
3: And I, I was among them. I, I was I, I, I was too, because it was yeah. funny. It was a great show. The writing oh, was, do, 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 do. The, the
1: writing right. was awesome. The writing right. was
7: amazing, which is the same thing that's well, going it's on. Here. Lauren
1: Faust. Well no yeah, the, the create. well she was an animator on it, but she actually married the creator of it, who's right. yes. Craig. McCracken McCracken McCracken. that's a great last name um so release the McCracken I mean that to me was enough to go okay now I think I understand why so many people are into it because the Powerpuff Girls were something that obviously at our time uh Aerden was around that age, right. where Cartoon Network was on twenty four seven, and you kind of catch certain shows and go, that "You can actually tolerate that one's yeah. pretty funny." Like this, that's a good so. And I, there's jokes in there for me that the kids yeah. totally did exactly. not get, which is the same thing apparently with, they're with, doing with, with the ponies, My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. And
7: it also, it's a, one of the things in there was like, "But it's a show for girls, right?" So it says you keep saying that, but that's not the way the world is anymore, despite what the secret deodorant marketing team would have you believe women and men don't have to like separate things anymore. There was a time when men with a penchant for the color pink and products marketed towards females were the subject of hatred. And, um, but that still, that still happens to a lesser extent, but frankly, we don't give a shit anymore. Sorry for cussing. Um, but yeah, so it's basically saying that people are more apt to like what they like. Now it doesn't have to be, you know, this is for girls and this is for boys. It's just entertainment. And, They like it. And it's adult entertainment sometimes when you think of the stories and the um, kind of the the themes behind it yeah
1: mm-hmm. so well i think and i mean they, they go on to mention in the article they're even, they even did an episode where they had basically the big lebowski
7: ponies
1: in yeah. the episode it was like you know the dude was there and mm-hmm. john goodman's character and uh steve buscemi's character and it was all there as ponies it's
3: like okay that's pretty yeah, it cool it says right here
1: while the kids
3: are mesmerized by the bl- bright colors and sounds the adults are doing double takes Were those ponies from the Big Lebowski? Yes.
1: Yes, Yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. It goes on to say that basically this really also got started because 4chan was looking at this show and going, Mm -hmm. oh, God, they're going to redo this. It's going to be so crappy. Let's all go make fun of it. Right. And then they all came back to 4chan and said, that show was really really good. And so then, and I think, to me, the biggest reason why people have issues is because unlike Powerpuff Girls, I mean, Powerpuff Girls was there, and people liked it, and we all went, that's cool. Like, the My Little Pony thing, it's like they have to scream it to the high heavens how much they love My Little Pony. Yeah. And it's like, for some people, that's really annoying. For me, it's kind of like, okay, that's cool. cool. You like My Little Pony? No, I really like it. Okay, okay, you really like it. That's that's awesome. And it's like the fact that you, you don't have a reaction to it is drives them, them up the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, exactly. And that's the issue that I,
0: I'm like you up yeah. to a certain point, but when I'm just minding my own business and suddenly I have a rainbow colored My Little Pony flag waved in my face because I don't, I'm not into that at all. Yeah. That's when I start getting pissed off yeah. because I'm like, okay, that's enough. Now you're now you're being obnoxious about it. Go away. Right. Well,
3: they, and they do have a whole section in the article. Why do people people hate bronies? Right. Yeah. And the the summary is, I think the hate stems from the challenging of the status quo, the blurring of gender lines, which mm-hmm. always freaks Americans out. Mm-hmm. This is not the sort of entertainment that men traditionally flock to. Men should be out at bars, downing yeah. beers and leering at women, not collecting watching pink toys. porn. <laughs> Now they're watching pony porn. Uh, Pink toys and making friends on the Internet. Why aren't they out making a living and supporting a family? Why can't they just enjoy golf and watch porn? Yeah, because those things are so enriching. It's
1: kind of funny, though, to me. That is the exact that is almost the same stereotypical view for why people don't like ponies as the people have for, you know, why they would like them. To me, it's, again, you're you're looking at it going, well, I think people don't like it because it's stereotypical and guys should be doing these things. It's like, no, people don't like it because eventually you're reading a board on a form and it's just like, okay, I got enough pony pictures. Let's, mm-hmm. let's yeah, move let's, on to the, the topic at hand. I don't need to keep Mod, having you. <laughs> Mods are yeah. Post ponies. Again, it's just to me because it's, it's such an Internet-based phenomenon you know, you the can't phenomenon that you have to, you know, everybody looking at it is looking at it through the lens of the internet for a big chunk right. of it. I know there's conventions now and stuff that happen, and they're getting some mainstream in quotes, news coverage. But for the most part, this is the internet thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Number one, if you're putting anything you like up on the internet, you're going to get hate just because it's oh, yeah. trolls. That's right. one of the things that says in the argument. Right. Just in the internet, yeah, not be, not people because people
0: are looking to hate and piss on things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Just because trolls. that's what they do. Just because right. that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, again, I mean, to me, it's like it was interesting. It's like, okay, that's cool. If an episode was on, I would probably not have, you know, any reason, you know, to to hate against it because I'm sure it's, it's probably well-written and be funny. I'm not actually going out of my way to go find an episode though, either. So it's one of those things like, yeah,
0: if I have kids and especially if I have little girls and they're watching that and it's family time thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 As Thumbelina shakes her head at me and,
6: <laughs> yeah, um,
0: I don't. I, yeah, I'll sit there and watch it with him and if it's entertaining for me, like a lot of the children's movies th- these days that are coming out, that are just as entertaining for the adults as right. they are for the kids, exactly. because mm-hmm. of the underlying jokes that the adults mm-hmm. get that the kids aren't are going to go right I over their go, heads. I
3: will go. I will go watch any computer animated film because it's going to be entertaining to me. Except for some of the DreamWorks ones aren't that great. But <laughs> Wreck It Ralph. It was freaking awesome.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that, but I did go see Brave and I enjoyed it a lot. It was great. It was was, was really cool.
3: Um, One of the fun things I've observed about the whole brony phenomenon was the interplay between the brony community and the creators that sprung up during the broadcast of the first season such that, because there was, of course, 4chan and Reddit and to a lesser extent 9gag because they're scary. Um... (laughs) fixated on this background character that kept turning up yes. here and there. Yeah. Derpy? Derpy, derpy hooves. Hooves. Yeah. Well, they, they dubbed him Derpy Hooves. Right. Because yeah. it was a, just a generic, because they're just these generic background ponies that have no mm-hmm. backstory just to f- flesh out crowd scenes. Right. And one of the animators was having fun by, by giving it cross eyes and googly eyes and, and they, they latched on and said, ah, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Derpy Hooves. Derpy mm-hmm. Hooves. And yeah. then to the point where they actually
7: had to give him some speaking lines.
3: Gr- gave her, her some speaking lines. Lo- most of them are Girls, Jets. I know. Um, and the but the interesting thing to observe, so they had a little a little scene at the beginning of the second season where they're saying basically it's all the bronies in jokes saying, "Look over here, we put Derpy in a scene." <laughs> yeah, and it's cute. Then they removed it, mm-hmm. right? Because they actually got complaints from parents groups saying you're making fun of special needs kids right. mm-hmm. by calling this person Derpy and giving him cross eyes and we demand you remove it. And they caved and it was only ever in the original broadcast and it was removed in all subsequent DVD editions. Like, really? Yeah. See, they should have just really? given
1: Derpy like a whole backstory of like, Derpy was a, you know, normal or d- didn't have any ailments, mm-hmm. and then was kicked in the head by a cow, there you go. and then <laughs> yeah. and since then Derpy has been a little. And Derpy a little was weird. a family name that like and like they were the Slayer ponies right. of justice exactly. or something. Yeah,
3: <gasps> you're from the line of Derpy.
1: Yeah, like yes. Derpy is like the like the height of oh. of pecking order there. That's what I would, you know. Well, what's also awesome, I that believe- the brony community took care of
3: that and did write a Huge. complete backstory yeah. for Derpy Hooves, which
1: cause. is good. I mean, even if it was somebody that had a, a mental handicap or something, you know, it's it's a, a popular character right. that would be getting screen time that would actually be, you know, I, I don't know how it was it written. Was, it was a fun, but still fun, nod to the it fans. like exactly. could and
3: saying, "Yeah, we heard you." And, Here you go. And and, and, and if, now they're deliberately putting stuff in the background just, just the to Uber see fans. what happens nice. yeah, yeah. so the, the, everyone's always combing the newer episodes going you know is, is there messages is, is where, yeah. where's the Easter egg in this episode because we know they're sending us messages and they're right now <laughs> and now they're right because they, the, are the production team's totally in on the joke now
6: yeah.
1: that's cool everybody, cool. everybody cool. has things they latch on to and yeah. really get yeah. deep into I mean, I mean we were just talking about whether or not the first Constitution class was called the Constitution for Star Trek I mean exactly the same difference just just substitute a pony name yeah in, yeah
3: yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: For, well we just spent
7: the First hour talking about Ben and Dick, so I mean, come on.
3: <laughs> Fluttershy has That's such piercing eyes, I tell you. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't really pictured Twilight Sparkle in an action role, but now that I've seen the trailer, I totally get it. Right. I don't no. know what Twilight Sparkle
1: is. All I'm uh, doing is changing the names. Uh, um. All right, so moving on, Disney actually has signed an exclusive deal to stream on Netflix, Mm -hmm. which is kind of... And only on Netflix. Interesting, yeah, exclusive deal to go on, beating out places like HBO. Uh, mm. to, and as, uh, if you go to the article, there's a great picture of Darth Vader with the mouse ears. Yes. Yeah,
7: it's, <laughs> awesome. it, it's actually really It good. is awesome. But it, not until, what, 2015, uh, because they still have that deal with. They uh, have
1: existing. There's things that have with to run stars out. that uh-huh. have to run out for like things like the Marvel and Pixar lines, yeah, but it. things like Alice in Wonderland the and. The older classics. Something else said that would be available. Oh, Dumbo. Uh, are available immediately. It's unclear if all the Disney content will be streamable, though. We've reached out to Netflix and Disney for contact. direct video releases will begin streaming in 2013. Uh, I found tr- a new tr- background tr- picture for my phone. With a Darth Vader. Vader. The Darth- it's awesome.
0: With a Mickey Mouse. The Mickey yeah. <laughs> yeah,
6: it's totally cool. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs> so, are still- oh, you've oh, Darth, out- yeah. how far have you fallen?
0: Well,
3: you've been in Communicado. Are you are, are, up to speed with the fact that Disney... Bought and now owns Lucasfilm. No, I didn't know that. Uh, that's, oh my god!
7: They're making another movie.
0: Three more They're movies. making three, three more Star Wars movies. 2015,
3: Episode Seven. Yeah.
0: No kidding. Yeah. Uh, Are they going to be based? Wait. Run by Disney.
1: Are they going to be based on the Timothy Zahn? They have not. We, we don't know oh. They've been looking just being basic things like we've gotten writers and people like Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill have said we'd be interested.
3: And Carrie Fisher said we would be interested in reprising our roles. Yeah. Nice. I would like to be
1: Mrs. Solo, is what she said. Yes, oh, she would so like to be Mrs. Awesome. Solo.
3: So,
0: no, I did not know. We, we don't have know. They're, they're probably I have the indications now. are it's
3: not going to be the Zahn novels, right? Because they <laughs> they would they were going to be jumping forward in time enough to justify the ages that the actors. Yeah, yeah. okay. They would have to do well, incredible, incredible and they'd have Tron-like to do like makeup. they did. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they'd have to
0: do the whole thing like they did with uh, make them digital characters with, with I mean. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with. Speak Make a Asian crappy movie? Yeah. Well, there no. is that, but <laughs> new, they moved no. it far enough forward to they put Shia LaBeou in there right, so that they right. can presumably move it forward with Indiana Jones' son. So right.
1: Do not put that was Shia LaBeou in anything, anything please. That was, so that so that was the, that no, was the I whole see what, point. I see that was the whole point of what I was saying. You have that. You either move it ahead enough to where that happens. It's just that in the Zahn books, like, Luke is such a prominent character. He yes. does yes. so does much of us. Leia is a hugely prominent character, as is Han. Right. I mean, really, your only additions are Mar Jade and Talon uh, Carp. Yes. Yeah. Um, those are your main. And, then which other, were, which, and and a very expanded role for Lando. Which were, I have to admit, <laughs> yes. very good additions. Right. Oh, I liked oh, cool. them both. Oh, they're they're is great amazing. characters.
0: Yeah. Yes. But, and, and
3: it might be Billy D. Williams. I mean, he could totally pull yeah. it off the man oh, has yeah, he's, today. Yeah, he's he's from the next he's Yeah. Like, he's from the Dick like, Clark gen- genetic line, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks exactly right. the same as he ever has.
1: But if they're go- if they are going to draw from the expanded universe, you also have chances for things like the kids of Leia and Luke, oh, yes. and the kids of Luke, Luke. and Mara. Yeah, um, you know, being because they're very prominent and, and very well liked in the the literature that's come out. So, still overall, though, interesting that Netflix has actually kind of like scored something because yeah, that's let me be- tell you, <laughs> it's been kind of desolate on there. Yeah, lately. a little bit. So. Good to see they're still going strong. Yeah, I think that's that's
3: very important because they were potentially hurting their form once their their agreement with the stars went away. Everyone was like, "Hmm, where's their content going right, to come from?" Right, right. And you know, there've been moments in the last eight months where i have been like, a, "Damn, yeah. these are your new releases." Yeah,
1: like I, you really better like some sort of TV things that has like a full seasons on there.
3: But then I started. Well, they've got Arrested Development coming. Right. Yeah. But right, then. Yeah. I started seeing things like very quickly after its DVD release, Captain America, the First Avenger. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. yeah. so probably early indications of these negotiations. Right, right. right, It's like, oh,
1: that's interesting. That came up fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, what else do we got here? The meaning of life. Well, we have, uh, let's see. Well, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, There's actually, you can see now the trailer, which is the teaser trailer for the Pacific Rim. Mm -hmm. uh, Guillermo del Toro's, where it's basically a news feed feed. from San Francisco talking about a giant monster attacking the bay. And You see some jets, and you see not the thing in a wide shot, but you see some close-ups of this giant monster destroying the bridge. Just to give you the idea of
3: the scales, We're, we're not talking... American Godzilla scale here. We're talking big men in rubber suit scale. Taller than the tallest giant monster. Right. Yes. right. Yeah. And then huge they, robots. Yeah, there's
0: nothing wrong with giant yeah. monster he movies. Sees. No. Well, with giant <laughs> robots fighting, fighting the giant, giant Oh, see, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. This, this
3: is the humans fighting them with giant robots just as big as them. With Guillermo del Toro having as nostalgic a love for the Japanese right. monster movie. Mm-hmm. as So this is just him living out his childhood fantasy. Yeah. I want to make a Tohei... Godzilla. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. You are the man for the job. Go.
7: It's a good newscast, though, but it, it, and it's like a real one. The
3: Japanese
0: be, person going out of sync.
7: No, no, the camera Oh, is, that, would
0: be, that would be epic right there.
7: No, the there. camera is off. bumpy. The, you know, you can, right. it's going on and off where they're trying to focus but can't because there's so Cloverfield. everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was thinking, Cloverfield. kind of a Cloverfield. Yeah, 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 yeah And
7: then you see the jets come in and the jets destroy one of the monsters. I think
1: they say that we got one we got and then it's like, we're screwed, so yeah. Yeah.
6: It's good. It's good though. I
3: think the the, the plot indications are this is that may have been a scene from the beginning of the downfall of mankind because it's supposed to be like the last bastion of mankind Mm -hmm. trying to survive and and begin some kind of counter assault when the monsters have basically won most of the planet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, big horking monsters.
1: Right? Yeah, I have no.
3: When you're when with you're it. not ready for them, when you haven't built your giant robots yet, shoot, what are yeah. you going to do exactly? Uh, moon colony? Yeah, it's yeah, not it good right kidding. now. <laughs> Why did we abandon NASA? Ugh, exactly. Tactical error.
1: Yeah. Oof. So looks interesting. Just watching it. Yeah, I'm just it. I'm just watching it now. <laughs> Seriously. Talk
3: amongst yourselves. When does his um, research. Yes, <laughs> in, real time. Time. in real time. Real <laughs> time. Ooh, hey, and Idris Elba's
1: in it. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Microsoft Surface Pro is coming out in January, and it's going to cost more than a MacBook Air. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's just like... Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. Wow. I don't know if you understand...
0: That makes me you're... very happy to hear that, so that all the Microsoft fanboys can stop saying, well, MacBook costs so much more than a... I, yeah, this one's off. just...
3: Well, I mean... For what it is, mm-hmm. that's justifiable.
7: It's an
6: actual computer.
3: It is a full, freaking i7, I want to say, yeah. running full Windows 8. Yeah. No holds barred. That also happens to fold into a tablet with So, for what it is, it's pretty freaking awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. There is no market for what they have made. We've already taught people to use their tablets in conjunction with their full size computers. Yeah. And Microsoft's saying no. Just by the one, it may be too late for that.
1: I think. I mean, I yeah, think if there it is a n- uh, market, it's a niche market, right? And it was one of the things when they first debuted the surface. It was interesting. I was reading an article on, on uh, Wired or somewhere, and the guy was saying. The biggest thing I saw was everybody that was there as a journalist had a MacBook Air, right? And I could see all of us replacing our MacBook Airs with, with this. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I mean, it's somebody. It, it's for somebody that wants to have the lightest possible way to go around, but still but be have, able full to, but have full OS. have full OS. OS. Right. Now,
6: exactly.
3: My, Microsoft may ultimately be proved to be doing it the right way because they've Maybe. already released the Windows RT version of these things, which right. are the priced competitively with the iPad. Mm-hmm running the limited version of Windows, and iOS is the limited version of macOS, really long battery life, lower-powered processor, and they're just offering this other option that is basically like their MacBook Pro, but embracing the tablet mentality of the new consumer. We'll what, see.
7: And look at it this way. What if you have been holding out on buying a tablet? Because you're like, well, I have my computer. I don't want to spend the money for the tablet. Well, it's that was $500. always the argument against the with. And iPad then your computer. With. Exactly. That's, like my, that's
0: where I. I mean, and the only reason com- I have this, I, this Android tablet is because, well, it was free from Sprint when Thumbelina signed a contract with them. That's my thing. I have my computer. I, I have my Mac. I have my iPhone.
7: What do, what do, do need I to need to? a tablet for? Well, and then, right. but now your computer's getting old.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah. You
7: need to upgrade your computer. Now, do you what if m-
3: I can get it all in one? What if yeah. you can get
7: it all in one? And here, you can get it all in one. So, I mean, there's a market for that out there, I think. It's a good, it's definitely a good choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll it certainly it. opens up options, whether or not it's something I want to pursue. They're certainly That's... taking certainly taking a different but it's approach interesting. than anyone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: Everyone else is selling you a tablet yeah. or an Ultrabook. Correct. So there's a few out there that are the convertible style.
7: Yeah, I was playing with one the other day at Best which, Buy.
3: This has been tried many times before where Microsoft made their first entry into tablets mm-hmm. where the the, the support, you know, Windows XP and Windows Vista and Windows 7, all had tablet support right. built into them. I mean, their XP, they had a tablet edition, a separate edition of the OS. Vista and 7 just had the tablet support built right in. It was just never really well accepted. Right, mm-hmm. right. So... But there, during that time, there were plenty of ones where you could flip the screen flat and it just right. turned into kind of a thick tablet. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not really that thick of a tablet. Mm-hmm. Nope. So these ones that convert, but I feel the same way as you. I think they're going to appeal to a certain niche yeah. of person.
1: I like the... Well, the, especially at the price point they're coming right,
0: in Right, right. And I could see like what you're saying. This is for someone who's in a profession, some kind of a professional yeah. capacity. A journalist is a really good example of this. Someone who, when they have the space, mm-hmm. needs to have... A full size computer- you know a full size keyboard mm-hmm. a, a full powered OS, but at the same time has the utility where they can flip the thing around and when they have space limitations or they're doing a story yeah. or whatever has that thing in their the tablet in their hand where they can just do what they need, and then all that data transfers over when they open the computer side of it up right. I don't see these going really main. I agree with you guys. I think it's a niche market. Yeah. I don't really see it going main. I would buy it. Could be proven wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, you, I would buy it. That's
7: something I've been wanting. Right. The it's... only thing I, I mean, the only my only issue is because we have the iPhones and the iPads
1: already. We we bought area.
7: into a certain extent. So all my stuff would not translate if they could find a way to translate.
1: Directly. Well, Directly, you may the... you may see that because one of your big concerns was the fact that you couldn't get the actual Office applications. Yes. and those are actually now going to come out for iOS. Yeah, right. So once but you have that, how will compare to running full
3: Office? Well, I mean, on for what f- tablet?
1: For what we? For what a, a home user would do on it? Mm-hmm. I think it'll be okay as long as it's functional. I mean, I, I think that'll be good enough. That four ninety nine for a iPad. You know, third generation, whatever, fourth, mm-hmm. quasi fourth generation, for a Wi-Fi. and a hundred bucks for a Logitech keyboard built-in thing, you know, is a lot more appealing than a <laughs> thousand. <Yeah, laughs> yeah. I'm
3: actually looking for someone. One of the innovations that Microsoft came up with with the Surface was the really nice design right. to the keyboard embedded mm-hmm. in yeah. the smart yes. lids. Oh,
1: it looks great, yeah.
3: And of course, some of those some attempts at that exist for the iPad. Um, but none of them were quite as sexy or as as, as well put together as the Microsoft one. Mm-hmm. Simply because a lot of the circuitry for driving the keyboard is actually built into the surface. Right. Right. Where with the people making for the iPad, they have to have all the power and the radio to make it a Bluetooth device. Yeah. So it makes it that much chunkier.
1: It's a bigger, yeah. It's yeah. bigger, but I mean, they've now incorporated like this nice one. Uh, my mom got it was a Logitech one. It's it's a hard case, so mm-hmm. you get the protection for your iPad. Right. It sits in there. You pop it open. The keyboard, it actually it's powered by ambient light. Nice. So you don't ever have to plug anything in, and the keyboard just is recognized and it works. So the
3: old for a while. solar calculator technology yeah. has been yeah, adapted
1: okay. to power, power for that's, that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's slick. And I mean, it was $100. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, you just look at it, it's like, it's really hard to say. Now, I like the surface design. I like the little kickstand. I like the fact that the uh, cover is the keyboard, and apparently it feels good to type on. I haven't t- tested that piece out. It's surprisingly out. good. But, man, it, because I think it's came out at like nine hundred or nine ninety nine for the pro, and it's an extra one twenty just to get the lid that has the right. keyboard on it. So I mean, over a thousand dollars compared to but but five six hundred
3: dollars. You're paying around thirteen hundred for an ultrabook right now. Exactly. Right.
1: This is an ultrabook. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just but not buying ultrabooks though it, no either. It's, it's really it's, hard. I, I can't even justify that right now. Right. Is my problem. And. But
7: I can. Well, I know
1: you can, because <laughs> so a
3: pretend, I mean, using yeah. our tiny sample size of yeah. people at this table, yeah, right? yeah, a customer base exists. Absolutely, right. I we can. Should...
7: I can definitely see that because if I do want to do any type of graphics and I want to do any type sure. of that, I've found that recently I'm really lazy and I don't want to walk to my office to use my actual computer. That is a
3: special kind of lazy.
7: I want to do it in front of the TV. Yeah, I have no
0: idea. She <laughs> wants to do it in front of the TV. I know, I know yeah. someone else who does that exact same you know, thing.
7: I want my computer in front of my television while I'm watching something to, cause, so I can multitask and do what I need to do. So I want something kind of like that. So
0: Okay, the people in this room, of which there's five, because Thumbelina's in the corner over there. Yeah, I think we'd have two Two for She'd sure, by be yeah. yeah, because that'd be
1: something. She does that. So forty percent market share. 40% not no, not bad. Not bad. it's not bad. No, it's not bad. I mean, my take would be if I was going to get something portable, I would want a MacBook Pro with Retina display, and yes. that, that would be where I would go. And something just beefy, powerful. Either one. And the, you can buy me whichever one you next. want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, listening public, better hope Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs>
7: See, he totally is. Haven't you read? You've gotten to that part in the book.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I have, I have. Um, I
4: can't read your crazy mood language! You've read it, too.
1: Put an elf on the shelf.
4: Yeah, baby, yeah!
3: (laughs) What? All right. All right, so warm up your copies of Skype. And the call-in topic has to do with Peter Jackson and his great cash grab, I mean, his three-movie adaptation of The Hobbit.
0: Yeah, I heard that last night, too. The great Peter Jackson cash graph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he needs any more Some, of our money. Yeah, I know.
3: Seriously. Yeah. The man definitely attends the George Lucas school of divorcing us from our money. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he does yeah. it well. So yes, it but he's so
0: much nicer than George Well, that's, that's what George does, though.
3: We still go willingly. Money for
0: George. Yep. Money for George. What's that? Hopefully, money
3: for the mouse now. Money for the mouse. Hopefully
0: Peter will never develop the george size ego.
3: Nah, he seems too down to earth. Yeah, yeah. that's every, what I hope. I, I hope he doesn't, because he so, seems like
0: a genuinely nice guy.
3: What are your hopes and expectations, fears for these adaptations? Do you, you know, is your trust, you know, pretty much put at ease by the the obvious product that was the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah. Or do you think they're reaching too far with trying to scrape together three movies worth of material from every appendices and scrap of paper ever discovered in Tolkien's? Uh...
0: I have hope. It sounds like they've done the research.
3: We shall see. So get ready. Point them at VTW Shows or go to the front page of VTWProductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm online and click there to dial when the time comes. For now, we have some more Christmas music from Joko and Joe Joro. This one is called Uncle John. It makes me afraid, actually. Uh, We'll be back. Sounds kind of like Uncle Buck. Yeah, we'll be back right after this.
9: Last minute Christmas shopping at the airport. A dozen ring teas he bought at Eddie Rickenbacker's bar. Ladies, extra, extra. Apple Crisp incident of 2010 Motions for more gin As he loudly criticizes Your cousin Jane Who cries all the time Staggers in at 3 a.m. with a new girlfriend. This one barely speaks. She studies cosmetology at Bismol Beach. And she's got a Hitler neck tattoo. You know your Uncle John is gonna ruin Christmas again. Please don't invite your Uncle John. i
0: Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions.
3: Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, com. It's call-in time. Nerds with opinions. You are the nerds. We want to hear your opinions. But we'll start with these nerds' opinions. Okay. So... I was actually surprised that they didn't initially um, announce a a three-movie deal from the get-go. Really? Um, Just because part of it was the cynic in me saying, yeah, of course, they'll they'll go for a cash grab of, of three. Yeah. But I, as big Tolkien geek, I'm going to enjoy every ounce of background story and from the appendices storytelling that they can scrape up with a trowel. I'm just concerned that how that's going to sell to a regular audience.
1: Well, I think, I mean, again, I, I think they've proven that they, with the exception of the end of Return of the King tighten their story what? up a lot to the point where they basically said when we put it in theaters this is going to be a tight story that people can follow you even want the if they long never see special it. edition and we'll shoot all these extra scenes and we'll come out with the extended editions that you know cynically could be called another cash grab but nonetheless you know for well, people that enjoy the material now I know
3: to wait for the special edition right. Yeah, right
1: yeah see yeah. that was my thing too and that's my
0: only worry is the whole two towers thing right. where when the movie came out in the cinema for those of us who had read the Books, the movie didn't make any sense. Yeah. It sucked. It sucked. Until and then they you came out the extended edition. And then it was like, you know, Enlightenment dawns. Oh, this makes so much more sense. Well, it now. was a right. different movie. Right. Mm-hmm. With a yes. different plot. Yeah. Yes. So that's my only concern is that they're gonna do that. I it's been a really long time since I've read The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. So now my question is hmm. Do I break out my old copy of The Hobbit and just read through The Hobbit real quick to refresh the memory, of, or do I just go and enjoy the movies as is? It's
1: a very fast read. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a I'm short not, book. Yeah, it's not a real long book. My my main reason for having a lot of enthusiasm for this is the fact of just how much of The Hobbit they don't explain. There's a lot and lot of scenes in there well, where, they just skip where he gets knocked out or something happens, and oh, he comes yeah, back around, that. and they yeah. say, everything's cool. Like, the whole Gandalf thing is basically, I'm out of here. I'm back with an army. I mean, that was... That was his whole explanation in the book. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot. And, and the Battle of the Five Armies, he gets knocked out for. And right. he doesn't explain. You, you they, just see the they, aftermath. Basically, you get the, we won. Um, so I'm super excited to see a lot of these scenes get really fleshed out. I was happy when I heard it was two movies because I thought it made a very natural split right. between the Mirkwood and then right. you know the beginning through the Mirkwood. And then from there to the end. The end. I thought that was a good break. Now, three movies. Until you talked to me about focusing heavily on Gandalf, I really didn't know how they would view it. Right. So, well, my concern is. Well,
0: yeah, that was my concern when I heard it was three movies. Is okay, how are they going to flesh. How Where are they going right. to the get all from? this material? And to hear that they're mining the Silmarillion and, and the appendices yeah. and all that stuff, okay, and even though I've never read those. That gives me a little well, more... That gives me actually a lot more... No, i
3: Don't read the film really no. I've it, heard... That's very, what I've been yeah, told. It reads like book. Greek mythology yeah. in Greek.
0: Right. I, that's what... I tried it once and got about 10 pages in and went... Okay, Tolkien wrote it for nice. himself. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was never meant to be published. Right. Yeah. right. right. Well, and
7: I look at it... I looked at it this way. I really trust Jackson and mm-hmm. I think... All right. He'll, he'll do what's best for the fans. Well, what
3: I feel like they've done this time is, is Peter did his normal thing. He shot all, all the material he wanted. Yeah. And they're, just, they're not saving it for the special edition this time. They're going to put the special edition
0: in theaters. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's funny because, well, yeah, that's good because that's a lesson they learned from the two towers.
3: Y- possibly. Yeah, I mean, it still I made bank. Know? Know? Right. It, it, it did. It,
0: it, it did. because, But when they heard what the fans had to say about it afterwards of, dude, this movie makes no sense, I think they learned a lesson from that, which is why Return of the King was went the way it did except for the end and what they saw what happened when they put the extended version out so i think well, they've learned that lesson already of okay let's just put the stuff yeah, that needs to be in there and, people and not are worry eat about it up how long, too. yeah and let's yeah. not worry about how long the movie's going to be up to a certain point yeah, because right. it's the hobbit people are going to sit and watch this anyways right right we so, proved that with the first three movies
1: yeah i think it's uh it's interesting it'll be interesting to see how how the reaction is i mean obviously they Got a proven track record right now from the the Lord of the Rings series. So I'm willing to go with it. I'm really curious to see if this does really well. Will the fam, the Tolkien family come back and say, go ahead and try doing something else with this and releasing the ability for them to do release something. Release the Kraken! Yeah, well, basically release them to say, yeah, you can make something new now in this universe, which really oh, they would be cool. have been very reluctant to do. Um, well, I mean, the Tolkien
3: estate have made no secret of the fact that they hate every inch of what has been done with, with yeah. Grandpa John's legacy. Right.
1: Right. So, I mean, oh, I th- you mean with the first
0: three? Yes. Ah, uh, the
3: the 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 way in which the the rights got into Peter Jackson's hands. You know, they they feel like it was legal maneuvering, and ah. uh, they've tried on many occasions to to rooster block it and. Hmm. Um, I think they're just being luddites. What?
7: <laughs> that's cute. It's rooster
0: rooster, rooster, it took rooster me a blocking. Second. Yeah, it took me a second too. I was Sorry, like, "Sorry, I was oh, reading something wait. else okay. until I hit my brain." Yeah, but my, <laughs> that all being said, that's fine. That's all fine and good. But I'd like to get their opinions if they could wrap. You know,
1: divorce all, themselves. Dr- yeah.
0: dr- that's a good thank you. Divorce themselves from the legal aspect mm-hmm. of it and all the legal maneuvering and this that and the other thing. Okay, take the movies. We'll say the extended editions. Mm-hmm. In and of themselves, what did you think of how the material that your great-great-great-whatever-grandfather wrote, mm-hmm. how did you feel about the treatment of that material? Do you think it did justice to the original? Are you fans of it? Yes or no? Yeah. I'd be very interested to I hear mean, I've, that. I've, I don't I've, think we're ever going to, but I think... Well, I've uh, seen nothing but respect
3: for the source material from the creators, especially because I... I Love me some bonus material. Mm-hmm. I love nothing better. I mean, I've watched the bonus material for The Dark Knight Rises, and I haven't watched The Dark Knight Rises yet on DVD. <laughs> Side note, Hollywood, I know you're listening because you just gave me exactly what I wanted this time, Okay. which was Blu-ray with Blu-ray enhanced edition yeah. um, and extras, DVD and ultraviolet key mm-hmm. all for eighteen ninety-nine hmm They got my money in a heartbeat for Dark Knight Rises, which was one I wasn't actually all that much in a hurry to own. But I want to encourage them. This is this is how you get my mm-hmm. business. You give me access to it on every device I own, whenever I want it. Just the movie. You know, you know, the, the only place I get to the special features is on the Blu-ray, and I'm totally cool with that. But I can play the movie on my upstairs DVD player or in a portable DVD player. hmm I can I now have my first movie. They caused me to open my ult, Ultraviolet account and get a Flickster account. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of waiting for my next combo pack to come out so I can give them another 18.99 yeah. and mm-hmm. continue to keep them in business and we'll have the whole symbiotic relationship that should have been there from the Gingo. from the, the get go. Mm-hmm. Well, I think
1: I mentioned uh, the purchase I had of uh, the Hunger Games on Blu-ray
6: mm-hmm.
1: where I, I bought it on Black Friday from Amazon and it was like okay it'll get shipped out to me on monday and i went over and i was going to watch i think i was still finishing up miracle day on prime and there was my copy of hunger games already loaded on prime for me to watch and i See, was that's like that is awesome that is sexy as hell yeah. <laughs> i didn't even know they were doing that that, that was i'm great. like i don't even need a blue you know ultraviolet key it just appeared i right. was like Oh man, it's going to be hard to not buy movies from Amazon from now on. Yep, (laughs) (laughs) it was like that, which is exactly. Oh, I know, but man, does it work? And uh, see, I didn't even didn't even know that was part of the deal. Uh, Neither did I. It just just happened. They never even mentioned it. I just happened to be going on the Prime that day, and I'm like. Why is The Hunger Game like, oh, my God, I can just watch it right now if I wanted to. Watch it again, just the movie. Just the movie.
3: Your bonus materials are coming Yeah, it all came
1: with the Blu-ray and everything. And maybe it has to be the special editions that do that. I don't know, but I don't care either. I mean, that's great. Now I can watch this movie whenever I want. It's the same thing. It's like, well, why wouldn't I buy all my movies this way? Why wouldn't I want them all to be available on Prime, which is basically accessible by every device I own? Yep. So just don't piss off Amazon. Oh, we've already I, I heard don't. those stories. I treat Amazon right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I take it out to dinner. and Let right, me show man. you.
3: Yeah. Get her, get her the, yeah. the bottle of Dom Perignon and all that stuff. That's right. So uh, hey. you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? <clears throat>
4: uh, yeah. It's Barry. What's up, Barry? <laughs> <Good job. laughs> Sorry. I'm not at uh, not 100% today. Had an interesting night last night and drove back uh, in a blizzard. Very tired. But on topic, I uh, am excited for the Hobbit movies. I think they're going to be awesome. I think that there's a lot there that they can stretch it out into three movies, especially considering that they probably just filmed it all in. I, don't th- I can't think of anybody else that could have made these movies. I mean, they did such a good job with The Lord of the Rings. Well,
3: for a while there, the director, at least, was going to be Guillermo del Toro. Right. Mm-hmm. Who I felt was an interesting choice, but I still had a lot of confidence based on you know, looking at Hellboy and Pan's Labyrinth. I can say, okay, this sensibility can translate to Tolkien. It's going to be definitely different mm-hmm. than yeah. what we saw with yeah. Peter Jackson. Those works would still... have been freaky deaky. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, now we're going to get a very consistent universe yeah. mm-hmm. and a consistent vision throughout just because of all the weird re- legal wranglings while metro golden Mayor was going through bankruptcy and was holding up all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. And Guillermo was like, i gotta, pay, I got to feed my family. i got to right. go move on to this next project. Sorry. So on one hand, we don't get to see an interesting, what I thought would have been a great movie or set of movies. We do get a totally consistent universe yeah. vision for that this. you'll be able to yeah. sit down and
0: do – a watch from beginning to end yes. across yeah. two that's, days. That's one of the things that I'm looking forward to.
6: Yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah we'll have to wait till Andre comes back Man down and do another
0: one
3: of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you sure you want to watch the extended edition? You got, do, do, do you have your bottle of amphetamines to yeah. keep you going? We've this? done it before; we can do it again. Well, yeah. no, now you're going to be adding another—you
1: know—eighteen, 19 hours, eight of to ten hours. That yeah, that would be a lot. Oh, no. of movies. I, I don't think we would do it. It'd have to, to be two days. We would do have have to have to to yeah. Hobbit Day and Lord and then, of the Rings Day. We've already done Lord of the
0: Rings. Tolkien weekend. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you got to do it chronologically. Do it, yeah. That's right.
3: Yeah, yeah, he says.
4: So, the. I like the consistency. I like that it's all going to be one so you don't miss director's the... vision. I mean, it would have been cool to see. Probably Guillermo del Toro probably would have made a really cool movie or movies or whatever. They would have split it up when he made it. But it, it didn't happen. So, this is what's gonna it's going to be. And hopefully, if everything pans out, uh, uh, I've been in the process of trying to get a new job uh, at a movie theater again. So, maybe I'll be able to see it for free, too. So.
1: Fingers crossed. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everything's
4: man. better when
0: it's free. That's for sure. Of course. Yeah.
3: So, well, that's Jackson, cool. I haven't really heard your... Oh yeah.
7: I told you. I trusted you in trust Jackson, him. so I assumed he would do what was best for the fans. He did that for Lord of the Rings, and I figured The Hobbit would be no different. Plus, come on. Hello. Di- didn't we just talk about this? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think I mean... Both Benedict and... Um, more what's his name? Martin, Martin? Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Martin, come yeah. on. Yeah.
1: I it's think also break. that whole consistency thing, because that was one of the things like in the Harry Potter series where it's such a break from the Columbus movies, which he did the first two. Yeah. Like Hogwarts completely changes yeah. in uh, Prisoner That's of true. Azkaban. And so you kind of lose that same feel. And considering the world, the Shire, I mean, it's going to be back. All these things are going to be back. Like, Guillermo del Toro's vision of the Shire may have been like, where are we? Yeah. Well, one th- I see a green door. That's about all I remember. still would have been
3: went a workshop doing the physical effects, so... Maybe. i not sure how much... You know, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. No, no, we won't see, because that's not... The we won't way. see. So, so yeah, nothing, yeah. So,
1: I think that's good. But
3: we are getting Pacific Rim, so... That's I, think, I think it's an embarrassment of choice myself, so... And welcome to Casualty Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling?
4: This is they'll SW. Hey, you
3: get to do a shout back, as it turns out. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, indeed. Shout out to my loving girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Shout out, so given. And apparently, happy recent birthday. Ah, uh, yes, it was yesterday. Ah, and how many years young are you? I am 27 years around the sun. You are <laughs> a wee, a wee bairn. <laughs> you're just you're barely out of your diapers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, what is your, uh, what are your feelings towards the upcoming return to Middle-Earth? Uh, it's going
5: to be awesome. Uh, my girlfriend, my friends, and I, we actually went to go see wreck Ralph yesterday, and we saw a preview for
3: the Lord of the Rings. We're like, oh, yes, that's the next movie we all got to go see.
4: Coming or Friday. for the uh, Hobbit movie, my bad. Bring it on. But
3: yes, we got to go see that. So, you're not, and, you're not uh, concerned that maybe you're stretching too thin material, you think it's going to be a fun ride cause it's, because yeah. it's Peter.
4: Yeah, it's probably going to be a fun ride more so since they kind of stretched it out a little. Uh, I, I, my feelings are a little mixed. Like, say, okay, kind of is that sort of. Well, let's see if we, can, you know, squeeze more money out of this thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, whole another extra, a two another two hours plus per
5: telling of the story is more content than you know better to have have it there than to have
3: it left out. Yeah, and I think and I really think it's just going to be what they would have stuck on the extended edition of the two movie set. Just given to us in theaters instead, and I don't think we'll see a lot of extra material in the super extended edition version of The Hobbit this time, because they made it into a movie.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: There oh. is that. Oh, and I just missed somebody. Dang it. Uh, whoever was just calling in a moment ago, and I clicked a little too slowly. Try, try again. Try, try again.
6: Try again.
7: No noise is getting old. There there is you got to no give try, us your time. There is try, only
3: do. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank like having casuals. for now. Aren't Enjoy. You, aren't you Thanks. one whole year older now? You're older than you've Never ever been, been. and now you're, you're even even older, now you're even older, and now you're even older, and now you're even older. You're older than you've ever been, and now you're even older, and now you're older still.
4: still. Oh, bump. There you go. <laughs> so uh, say so yes, Reginald. One little thing I was going to bring up. Uh, I believe the original Lord of the Rings, or the trilogy, it uh, was, they all came out in December, correct? Like a year apart?
3: Uh I believe there's so. There was one where they
4: skipped, I think. I don't remember. I just here. Anyway, yes, I know they're all they're all
3: they're all holiday releases. Yes.
4: If I remember correctly, this one is coming out like this next week. The next one is a year from that, mm-hmm. so next December. But then I think that the third one's only six months after, that. Yeah. right?
3: Because yeah. right. the original release schedule was one year apart, holiday holiday. So, when they expanded it to three, thankfully, they didn't go holiday, holiday, uh, holiday. Oh, uh, yeah. They got holiday, holiday, so mid-year release. So, it'd be like, I, I, I liken it to, Indi- to um, Harry, Potter, Harry Potter. Right. Where they uh, didn't make his way to one one sort of. Of yeah. the uh, Deathly Hollows, yeah. 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 All right. This time, I clicked fast enough. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air.
2: Hey, uh, this is Illyrian. Hey. Illyrian,
3: I saw you in the air. how have you been?
2: Uh, I've been good. I've had lots of interesting, when I say interesting, interesting times, <laughs> sorts of interesting things happening. So, yeah, no, I've, I've uh, just had a chance to start getting back to like the whole podcast thing in the last few months. Welcome so, back. Yes. We're going on hiatus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just
0: a short one.
3: As you're coming, we're leaving. <laughs> going and coming and coming and going. But anyway, yeah, well, it's good to hear your voice, and especially good for Daxa to hear your voice.
7: Ah, yes.
2: Why is it good for me? Why is it good for Daxa to hear my voice, especially? Because you have An a fuzzy accent. foreign accent. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh-huh. I do. I do have that, and I will say this: this accent is definitely a hit with with bizarrely enough, always American women on the internet. You um, should which see. <laughs> Really, because it <laughs> could be, because it's not normally American women in real life. It's just on the internet. The, so goof, the goofy hard. smile on her face right now. Me. Oh yeah.
7: <laughs> so only it only works over the internet.
2: Yeah, I I must be really unattractive or something. Because you're meeting you know, the wrong meet... women. Yeah, it's just it's just maybe I, I don't know what it is, but. All the American women in real life just aren't interested, you know. Oh my God! I think she's purring.
6: What? What are you <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> what you talking you about? What's, it's,
2: what's really funny about the voice is I work in a hospital, um, oh. and when I answer the phone, I tend to put on my sexy phone voice when I answer the phone, <laughs> and it it, it it calms so many of the middle-aged. Wait, I need, I need, I need you, to hang up you on you and call brilliant.
3: you back so you can answer. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know, right? yeah what
2: does that sound like?
4: <laughs>
3: So, hey. getting back on topic, what are your expectations for the upcoming? What? Uh, what? What are your expectations for the upcoming return to Middle Earth with Peter Jackson uh, at the helm?
2: I, I don't necessarily think it's a cash in. I mean, we knew this was going to happen like six years ago. I mean, there would have been rumblings, um, and I don't. I'm not too worried about the concept of you know stretching out content because if you think about it the third lord of the rings book if you read it as a trilogy rather than all six books yes the third book is is three chapters of actual story and then the last seven chapters are them basically larping in the shire yeah (laughs) Um, Yeah. i have a new word Mm -hmm. um and they literally they took like half of the twin towers um Twin Towers, Two Towers, so I've been watching old wrestling lately. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. And literally just moved it into Return of the King, like Shelob and stuff. And they made all the fights just sound like last like an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So they made like, I mean, for example, in, in the books, of course, like where Boromir dies in the books, it's not even described of him having this fight. It's just they find his body with four arrows in it. Right. Um, and the but in, are gone. in the film, it's a five-minute-long emotional sequence, and they made the Battle of Helm's Deep 45 minutes, when in the book it's about six pages. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think they, – they seem to be able to make the really exciting stuff long enough to fill the time.
3: What, I think so that's, uh, a, I that's a drive. I think if will
2: be able to do the same thing again, basically. And, and in the end, it's only a cash-in if they're bad movies.
3: Which is we – are, we are hoping. Hoping or not, is, yeah. It's pretty unlikely.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, think, I mean, I, I, it should be okay. But, I mean, the, 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 the Hobbit is only, you know, 350, 370 pages or something. No, yeah. So they've got to do a bit more work this time. But I'm really disappointed Tom Bombadil is not going to be in it. Because <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> I was waiting for that from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that is exactly what you want to, you know, to hook all the potheads and LSD takers <laughs> to come to the film. Is, is you want Bombadil. And literally, because he literally should just be skipping. He doesn't even have to say anything. He's just, just skipping.
1: skipping, yeah. No, I
2: skipping. hear you. Yeah. He has to
1: do his little howdy-do-marry-do. Do 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 do.
2: And they, there could just be a scene where the Hobbit looks at him and gives him that, what the hell is that kind of look as he goes past.
3: And all, all and all the dwarves are like, no, don't don't make eye contact, don't no, don't, 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 make look. Contact. don't look, don't look.
2: He'll he'll want to give you some of his, you know, some of his. He, what is it? What is it? Gandalf says in the first film, he says the finest weed in the <laughs> yes. Right. right. Yes, yes. yes.
3: Give, give me give me some of your long bottom leaf or your or some, some weed from the south farthing.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if Gandalf has if Gandalf, who's just like, well, not not normal mortal, but if he has hookups like that, you can imagine. <laughs> Tom Bombadil is gonna have the most grody grade A stuff you've oh, yeah, had. <laughs> exactly. And,
4: Maybe they could just throw him in the background and call him Tom nah, Bombadil. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah, Bilbo's far field is like the edge of Mirkwood, or, or the background of Bilbo's place. It's like, man, I'm all out of pipeweed. Oh, that guy can help. He's got some real sticky stuff going on there. Check it out. Yep. I can set you up, man.
2: Oh, that's like, that's one of my strongest memories of going to see that film with my dad, bizarrely enough, was when he says, you know, the finest weed. My dad didn't stop laughing for like 15
1: 15- seconds <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's up with these little people and the orcs, but <laughs> I don't they have the finest f- weed. <laughs> I don't know who you are, that's funny. Yeah.
3: Okay, <laughs> we gotta make way for the grand entrance of The Emperor coming up next on <laughs> Versus the World of Radio. Thank you, Illyrian. Yeah. Great to hear your voice. Glad and you're uh, life back life amongst It's great
2: to, um, great to uh, tantalize another American woman with my voice. There you so, go. There go.
7: Thank you so much. Well done,
2: sir. Well done. <laughs> no, yeah, well done. <laughs> no way. All
0: right. So, yes. See See you.
3: All right. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, com. There's two hours of your life you just ain't getting back. So... We but, are going to. But
0: I was here, so it's all worth it. And granola
3: was here. Granola was here <laughs> with my high fiber.
6: <laughs>
3: with your high fiber, <laughs> I did <good laughs> know took a bathroom break earlier. I did. Strangely short, um, considering. But anyway, the beginning of our holiday hiatus. Yes. As is has become tradition, uh, just because. Family requirements and parties and things reliably intrude upon our ability to all show up in a timely manner. And we're just really old and tired. So with the added twist of Iolite going off for weeks at a time here uh, for her indoctrination into her new employment, um, our return date hasn't been determined yet. Yes, because I go off. Yes, you go off. A lot. Iolite goes off all the damn time. Tirades. That too. Thorough. Sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it will be mid-January, as usual. Uh, this week, consumer this week, this year, this coming year, Consumer Electronics Show is different for the first time. They've pushed it back into the second week of January, whereas for many decades it has been the first week. So sometime around there, we will likely be returning. Just watch the front page of vtwproductions.com or consult your VTW app available for Android or iOS which will always feed you the news from the front page of com, along with all of our episodes. Plug, plug, plug McPlugster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we will announce, as soon as we we nail it down, when everyone is back from their various holiday commitments, and we have our energy levels back, and I don't know.
7: Have been fattened up with Christmas food. Fattened up
3: and relaxed and ready to roll again for another year. So, preemptive, happy holidays and happy new year to all of you. Looking forward to coming back and rejoining you in the new year. And, of course, I'll still be about the place, you know, during the transition. Who knows? P- p-
7: people might show up on, you know. Yeah, things yeah, on the happen. Air
3: all the time. Things happen. You may want to watch the front page for the, you know, the posting of a certain interview uh, with Jim Butcher that I'll be performing Tuesday. Yep. Ooh, nice. We'll get posted as soon as I can. Um, Alpha and Geek Alpha Geek interviews. Keep an eye on that that feed. Uh, I'll get get it edited and posted as quickly as I can. Finally, after two years of effort, got that one put <laughs> That's together. All yeah. that matters. Boo and ya. All right, so we are. Gonna be out of here. Let me give the traditional thank yous all the volunteers. Find us on Facebook. Casually Hardcore is the show. VTW Productions is the network. Follow us on Twitter. Alpha Geek Radio for the show. VTW Productions for the network. Gnome Wise for me. Izzy Grail for him. Daxa CH for her. Gwenora for him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gwenora. (laughs) <laughs> I- Iolite underscore C-H for my lovely wife. Grr, Nora. E- <laughs> you
1: know, That's C-
3: actually H- kind of accurate. Yeah. C-H at C- N- B- D- w- com. Check out the sister feeds, especially Alpha Geek interviews for fun stuff upcoming. Sponsor segment, if you wish, check it out on our homepage. Find us on Stitcher. You can find us on the apps for iOS and Android. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa.
1: I've been Grail. And
0: I've been Gunora. And we,
3: more or less, are... Out of here.
6: Bye bye way
9: people. Happy